Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this brand new episode of Party Up. I'm, of course, your host, Derek Big Mosh, and with me, as always, Mr. Juan Gutierrez. What's up, Juan? What's up, dudes? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm trying and, to laugh every yeah, time. <laughs> it just, you can't help it. You can't fucking... It just, it's just good every time. But uh, <laughs> also with us, Mr. John Donatio. What's up, John? What's going on, dudes? Nothing much, guys. Uh, we're back. It's season three, episode mm-hmm. two, and pew pew uh, pew pew. pew, pew. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, <laughs> with episode one being released last week, I do want to go ahead and quickly thank everybody that tuned into the show um, that came to me and said that they were excited that uh, we're back doing it. Um, so we're glad that uh, people are happy. Uh, for us, we're happy for us. And uh, did you guys actually uh, manage to listen to how I edited the show a little bit yesterday? Yes. <laughs> I was dying. No, I I kind of missed it. I won't lie. Oh Maybe. my god! I specifically did something in the show for you, John. Oh, then I have to go back and listen. Uh, you're gonna have to go back and listen. But <laughs> it, it the was portion when I when you said I'm gonna go and find this clip. Yes, and play yes. It okay. I wanted to hear your reaction on it because, uh, well, you know what? Go back, listen to it, and we'll we'll talk about it again yeah, next time. No but uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited. The show came together uh, actually very well. Um, we had a super in-depth conversation about a lot of stuff, and we left off last week uh, basically you know, trying to play catch-up a little bit, but we said, right. you know what, let's kind of start looking ahead at the rest of 2018. Uh, even though we missed about three months' worth of stuff happening, you know what, we'll, let's just focus on what's up and coming still yet because the year's not over. Uh, it's True. gone by pretty fast, but there is still a lot of stuff happening um, in the gaming world that we're very excited for. And of course, you know, the way the industry works is they like to target a lot of that stuff closer towards the holidays and things like that. So this way people have a reason to go out and buy their stuff and play their games. Um, So, yeah, so we have a decent amount of stuff to cover this week. Uh, We're going to be talking about some upcoming titles for console that we ourselves are very excited about and the listeners are also uh, excited about. Uh, We're going to touch base with a little bit about the... Uh, world of VR. You know, we're talking about the future in gaming. Uh, VR for the past couple of years now has kind of been one of those things where they're, uh, you know, they're saying, oh, we got to look into the future, like past console and past PC. What can we do? So virtual reality is kind of the new frontier, if you will, when it comes to uh, the gaming world. So we'll talk about a couple of titles of, of uh, for that. And uh, this week we're going to play uh, a bit of a brand new game. Um, and it's called Terrible Reality. And uh, basically, it's uh, going to be us uh, pitching the worst virtual reality game ideas that we could possibly think of. Uh, and then seeing which ones are actually would actually be somewhat playable. Um, so I'm excited for that. 
Uh, and I know that you guys are going to get a kick, at least out of my three. I, I put some time and effort into mine. Uh, I know Juan's probably going to shoot off the hip on this one, uh, as per the usual. As and- usual. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> only fire comes out of his brain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. We're making him go first. I want him to go yeah. out and play this. So he has less time to think, basically. Right, exactly. Hey, yeah. bro. I'll be in the studio. all right so uh but before we get into everything uh i also want to uh let everybody listening uh know that there has been some changes in the past week since we have released the first episode of the new season uh last week i went ahead and told everybody uh that we'd be working on a couple of things as far as the podcast goes to help things kind of run smoother uh we're becoming now more of a separate entity as opposed to being part of like a bigger network and so forth so with that being said uh we have gone ahead and created a brand new facebook page for everybody to stay in the loop as far as uh podcast news goes podcast updates just anything related directly with the show and any steps that we'd be taking in the future uh you guys can now find us at facebook.com slash party up podcast that is the direct page for everything show related so uh, i mean at this point it's 2018 everybody and their grandmothers have facebook find us there you can still of course be part of our facebook group which is facebook.com slash groups slash party of podcast both are linked very easy to access so podcast news will be on the facebook page uh any type of group convos or if you want to join in the conversation with uh our episodes the the group page will be where to go and on top of that now you guys can also find us directly on instagram at the party up podcast uh you know it just works out better for everybody to uh contact us and be part of everything that we do so you know instagram facebook we're going to be continuing on to work on other ways in which you can stay in touch with us uh so right now facebook instagram all set up add us like us rate us do what you can to uh help spread the word and we will of course thank you uh for any efforts that you guys the listeners put forth in helping us develop all right with all that uh official stuff out of the way let's get into uh this week's content so uh a while back we went ahead and actually posted a poll on the party up group page and we decided to ask you guys basically what uh upcoming video game titles are you most excited for there's a bunch of stuff that still is yet to be released um and we wanted to see what you guys uh would say so we put together a small list um we said you know red dead is coming up smash is coming up new spider-man is being released uh let's see we did doom shadows of the tomb raider darksiders 3 which i'm personally very excited for the new pokemon rpg is up destiny is coming out with new content black ops 4 battlefield 5 and there's just a ton more on that list that we didn't put up but uh according to the poll the number one spot for most anticipated game uh looks like it's going to red dead redemption 
Yeah, that doesn't and, surprise me at all. Yeah, it's it's not not very surprising at all. I mean, listen, a lot of these choices are pretty heavy contenders uh, for for a game that's you know most ex- you'd be most excited for. But yeah, Red Dead comes in a in a first place, uh, and then f- tied for second, we got a couple of titles. We have Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Marvel Spider Man, and Doom Eternal. So we're gonna take some time now to kind of discuss that. Um, as far as Red Dead goes, I mean, uh, John, I know you've been a, bit, a, a big advocate for this game yeah. since we first heard about it. I mean, all three of us have been really excited since we heard about it being developed uh, about a year ago. Uh, so why do you think Red Dead is going to be that title that everyone's really going to look forward to purchasing and playing? I think that when it comes down to it, uh, Red Dead Redemption now despite having a first game that did okay for rockstar uh the second one red dead redemption was way more popular they put in a lot of time a lot of effort um and yes i mean it's kind of you know um you know what's their other title uh grand theft auto yeah grand theft auto uh it's grand theft auto in the old west i know that (laughs) i you know i get that i understand that right um but the first one was still hailed as literally one of the best of that year. So, and it won a um, hundred awards. I mean, the, the game was incredible. The game was well made. Uh, it was well thought out. In fact, to the point where if you know anything about the old West, there are things that you can do that are hilarious and fun. In fact, mm-hmm. the, one of the first things I did was go into a town uh, lasso some woman tired of the back of my horse, drop her <laughs> off at a train station, and watch the train go by to run her over. I got an achievement for that, by the way. Thank you very much. Jeez, and it was the greatest thing they ever added to a video game because it's like, that's the Old West. That's what everyone thinks that's, of. That's think it. Of the old West. Absolutely. Uh, so, so the second one is everything they've been showing about it uh, You know, over the, the last two or three years uh, that we've been waiting has been excellent like not any of it looks the absolute same as that first one you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and and then but yet is very familiar so like I, I i see why everyone could be excited about this now hopefully that hype won't ruin it for people right um you know much like the last of us did for one and <laughs> um uh you know it's just no nah, i'm just busting his balls uh <laughs> you know it's just it's one of those things like this the, it's this is weird because it's the sequel of a sequel, and I don't even think the original guy is in it anymore. So, uh, but, yeah, I think I it's mean, a different for story. That, for this those time that around. played, know why? But yeah, the, right. it's, so it's supposed to be a, another part of that story in the old west. But obviously now, you know, the graphics and the world that they can create is much bigger and grander. Yeah, and everything. yeah. I mean, I feel like they could keep the the hype. Just don't pull a no man's sky. Right, make yeah, promises well, that you aren't going to keep. Right. The difference between uh, Rockstar and Hello Games is about a billion dollars. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's very different. Uh, yeah, yeah but like, different. I mean, look at look at Bungie. Well, yeah, Bungie, Bungie started as a bunch of liars, so that's <laughs> and no, kept I, that tradition I, for the past ten years. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I mean, I I get it. I mean, obviously, every company has that like letdown, but like. I mean, think about how, yeah, we all we all joke about how Destiny was, you know, kind of like a letdown as far as, you know, certain things. But look how long everyone played it, you know, like, oh, no, and, and then Destiny 2 came out and, yeah, and, and then everyone was finally like, all right, I'm done being tricked. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. but 
they still have you know millions of people that still play that game so like yeah who, who, there's, you there's, know, there's millions of people that still hop on to raids and then uh fail <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but, no, but, but it's yeah. true like, you know, yeah this, despite despite you know people saying oh you know uh, fuck bungie whatever like no really fuck 343 like <laughs> as far as i'm concerned like that company can go piss up a rope like i am so done and yet i'm gonna buy halo 6 i know i will because you know fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> jesus so. christ man Juan, what are your thoughts on red deb uh are you are you excited for this is this a game that you would personally invest in do you think you would be addicted to it? No, I'm actually neutral about it. I never really? got into. I never got into the original. I don't think you really had to have played the original to be playing this one. I mean, no. It's... Well, okay. Like, I never played. I never played either or. Like the 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 first one or Red Dead Redemption. Like what? I don't remember what the first one was called. Uh, I don't remember what it was called either. I also never played Red Dead Redemption. And and if you're telling me that like. If if you're if you tell me like what type of game it is to try to like get me into it, and you tell me that it's like GTA, I'm not gonna play it because I never liked the GTA games. Really, yeah, I'm with you though. I never liked GTA. In fact, I I really? get duped every time one comes out, and I buy it, and I fucking hate it, and I go, "This is why I hate this game." Well, wow. no, no, no. See, there's there's a difference. Like I don't I don't hate the game. I just don't have fun playing that game. Like I don't I don't understand what the point is. So like I don't really? that's 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 like, eh. there is no point. That's the problem. <laughs> well, I mean, there each one does have its own story. I mean, I didn't start playing GTA till three came out, which was for PS2. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Even before before that, like I've saw it being played and I've never got into it. Three came out, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll give this game a shot. It looks different, it looks interesting. And, you know, you get into the setting of Liberty City and everything like that and you know, it, it kind of had a story to it, so I got a little bit into playing the missions, and I thought it was pretty fun. You could just fucking punch a hooker in the face and shoot people up, and I was like, all right, this is this is entertaining for what it is. You know, I got into Vice City, and then San Andreas came out, and that was pretty much where I had stopped playing. Like, San Andreas yeah. for me kind of fell flat. Vice City was, like, my favorite thing. Just because it was set in the eighties and Vice, based Vice off City Scarface, was, was super popular though. Like, yeah, dude, you, really you, like it's based off it's based off Scarface. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how can you not want to experience that story and 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 pl- almost be a playable version of it? You know, besides of course the game, besides yeah. <laughs> getting the actual game Scarface. Um, I mean, I, I, the <laughs> only thing like I played I played a few of the GTA's and I also played Saints Row, uh, which never is got basically, to Saints Row. It was it was basically like the difference between like PUBG and Fortnite now. Like Saints Row right. is the most cartoony, like right, like, yeah, exactly. Right. You know, it's shenanigans going on, and I think like the closest thing to it's those the same games, as Crackdown. You know, it's the, yeah, basically, yeah. You know, like <laughs> and like I think the closest thing I, I I played or remember playing back in the day that I actually enjoyed that was close to those games was the Driver series. Yeah, right. Of course, okay. uh, the Simpsons hit and run. That was the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a good time frame where that was like the game. Like now, where yeah. battle royale is the thing. Like that kind of like open mission based, like shoot 'em up kind of game is was like the thing so like we had a lot of copycats yeah Yeah. the problem with the problem with gta much like uh duke nukem it's a game made by fuckboys for fuckboys so (laughs) 
if you're not if you're not that you won't really enjoy it back when they were first made we we used to just call them gym bros yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) you know the guys that walk around with no neck you know they're just like yo you play gta is awesome i play gta you know like (laughs) i I don't know why he sounds like sly stallone but that's just what i picture so All right. I mean, well, you know, Red Dead is a rock star game. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they've they have fans like really, really for what the people that get the most pleasure out of those games. And and besides the fact that they're a good game, they're well thought out. The combat is great. The you know the the gameplay, whatever. Right. Is if you're an, a fan of old westerns, the right. game is incredible. Well, see, on that's a, that's a whole that's, different level. Right. No. I, which is great. Which is awesome. But that's the whole thing. Like I think through the years rockstar has still managed to in games like this particularly they've still managed to kind of keep the core idea that they have in their games where you you can go around pick up missions do free open world stuff right you know what i'm saying but with the red dead series i really think that they've gone ahead and broadened their horizons as far as game making goes because of that point that you made john where if you're a fan of old western like this is a great game for you because they've actually took the time to make sure that historically speaking things matched up you know right. what I'm saying? The landscape, the weaponry, the the way that the characters look, everything for this game, you know, makes sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they took that time era and brought it to life more or less. It was like it was like Rockstar went out and hired a bunch of smart people to make this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. I'm not saying that that GTA, you know, isn't a, a smart person game. I'm just saying right. that like it it just there's no like history or background or anything for it. It's just whatever they can think of as far as like drugs, murder, sex, and you know, rap. Yeah, I guess I don't a, know. Listen, listen, a life you want to live secretly, just go live it. Right. <laughs> I mean, listen. I will give Rockstar credit to the point because I've played the GTA series. I guess more so than you do have. I will give them this: that with those games, along with Red Dead, Red Dead is just them really raising the bar on this. But they did do a good job of staying accurate to the time frame in which their games took place. Like, for instance, Vice City was based out in the eighties. You know what I'm saying? When the mobs start moving out west, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. that you know what I'm saying? Like that whole 80s vibe, like to the T. And it comes to it comes together and even San Andreas, early nineties, California, you know what I'm saying? Like right. rap, like era, like that's the like, like that's the time frame they focused on. And Rockstar has done a very good job continuously, I feel, in their games to really make you feel like you are in that time frame. Red Dead is really just them again raising Showing the bar. Yeah. yeah, they are just raising the bar for themselves in how accurate and how detailed they're really getting with all of this. And I, I have to give them credit where credit is due. You know, that's really whether you enjoy the style of game, you have to give them that in the fact that they've done a good job in really portraying the eras in which their games take place in and that is a, a big part into why red dead now is so in-depth as as it is 
Yeah, I'll give with, them with that. The that's that's frame, a good point. You know? Absolutely. And I mean, like, yeah. I I would I can't say I wouldn't give it a try. Right. Uh, because like I said, I don't hate the GTA series. It's just not something I enjoy. Right, right. So, this like, I'm, time I'm around... I'm not going to bash on the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So like when it comes to Red Dead, I'd probably be like, okay, like if you put a, a demo of it in front of me, I'll be like, all right, let me give it a shot. See what it's like. Right. And then I'll either like it or I won't. Yeah. Yeah. I think this time around, they really did a good job of, um, of integrating their, I guess you could say for lack of a better term, GTA formula into a, a more storied, game and the fact that now it is going to be so huge and much more open than it ever was and the fact you can do so many things both side story and not in main story now yeah. i feel like i feel like you're almost getting like um like a final uh, fantasy 15 esque world you know what i'm saying where for that game i put uh, hundreds of hours in doing both main story and side stuff and like you really can get sucked into it and, and invest a lot of time in something like this i'm really excited because of that mixed element in this game like like i said you know it seems as though there's a, a very well-developed story um Era-wise, you really dive into the time frame in which the game takes place. The For me, the GTA-esque uh, manner in which you can go around, acquire missions, and do different things. The open-world availability that it offers. Like, this game really kind of has a little bit of something for everybody. And I, I personally think that's really where the gamers uh, out there are really, you know, getting excited for. So... You know, I think across the board, the three of us can agree that we will, in some way, shape, or form, give this a try. Personally, yeah. this is definitely going to be a game for me that when I pick up, I will no longer have a social life. Yeah, so. I'll be I'll be disappearing when this <laughs> <Yeah>. comes out. <laughs> this comes out October twenty sixth, by the way, for those uh, wondering while they're listening. Oh man, I might have to pick that up and call Cthulhu because I think that comes out the week of Halloween. I think so well. too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Two brand new video game purchases that will probably <laughs> sit on my shelf unopened. That's like why I've been playing through like <laughs> everything I own right now. I'm like like actually going through everything. You know. Like, yeah. I'm gonna have to do that too. I'm gonna have to go through my library. I only have like maybe two or three games I, I need to go through. But um. But all right. So Red Dead seems to be a very popular option uh it's got a little bit of everything so we can see why and uh yeah. and hopefully you know hopefully it, it delivers like like Juan said hopefully it's not an old man's sky hopefully the hype lives up to what it is and we all thoroughly enjoy it and that's the only thing that we can really hope for in in the title itself um uh, but moving on to the next uh couple of titles from our poll uh so yeah so tied for second we got a couple a couple of votes in for the next three uh, we have Super Smash Ultimate, Marvel Spider-Man, and Doom Eternal. Now, we kind of discussed uh, Smash last week. Um, you know, I mean, let's let's be honest. Super Smash Brothers is, you know, for at least for us, like, you know, people that have been playing the Smash series since its inception on 64, um, yeah. You know, like, like this is just kind of a, a, it's a title that if you don't have it for Nint for your Nintendo system, like why even have 
the system like, like this is you know what i'm saying like yeah it's like you have to have those those, t- those like the staple only titles. literally the only reason i even bought a wii u was for smash brothers like i didn't <laughs> you, you and thousands others bro yeah exactly it, not, not even that it's like it, even when it comes down to it like even for me who like i'm not too like the biggest fan of fighting games i will always go out and buy smash right yes that's <laughs> it's the just thing. a fun yeah, exactly. game man like, like i I'm a little bit into fighters. Like, I don't really... I enjoy watching them more than I like playing them because I get my ass kicked all the time. But, like, uh, you know, I went out specifically to buy two fighters in my entire life, and one of them is always Smash Brothers, right. and the other was Dragon Ball Fighters. Exactly. Like, the other ones, like, I'll pick up every once in a while. Like, I bought Injustice 2, and, like, I bought, like, you know, you know, I buy games here and there, but, like, right. the only ones I've been, like, I wait for and, like, really, like, anticipate was was is always smash brothers you yeah. know and then obviously oh yeah like for me like for me like i i played a lot of the big titles growing up you know i mostly with friends like i never i was never too fond of playing it alone right so yeah. like you know street fighter and mortal Kombat and like samurai showdown and a lot of those games but there was i remember back in the day there was a there was one title that i always loved playing besides Street fighter no <laughs> so <Soul Calibur>. uh, <laughs> um bloody roar Bloody Roar. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, wow. Bloody Roar. I fucking love that series. Soul Calibur was actually another one that I, a, a, a series that I actually really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Soul Calibur, like I said, is one of those games that like I pick up if I have like friends to play with. Right. Otherwise, yeah. I don't, I don't enjoy playing it, but I mean, like, you know, King of Fighters and Blaze Blue and like all the different titles that are yeah, out. Yeah. There's so many now. Oh, yeah, there's a huge amount. But yeah. it's I'm glad that you brought up the, those other titles, John, because the, the thing with Smash is it's the big allure with Smash is basically that the character base in the game all have come from other titles in which we as gamers have invested time in playing with. So we are, you know, in some way, shape, or form, there's a good portion of the 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 rosters that we have uh, enjoyed or played with through like uh, like other titles or just other avenues. Because for Injustice, take for instance, you know, those are all major superheroes that we've invested in through comic books, movies, television shows, and things of the sort. And now they're like, hey, let's put them in a fighter. So because we have that embedded love for these characters, we say, oh, let's try out that game. And whether we like it or not is, you know, up to the person. But that's the big allure. And like with Smash Brothers, the same thing. It's a, it's a, you know what I'm saying? It's a mascot brawl for all that (laughs) you can't, you cannot have fun with. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you may Absolutely. not be a fan yeah. of Mario or Kirby, but you might love Link and you know the Metroid series. So you know what I'm saying? There, right there, you have characters. Right. Uh, but if you're not you a fan of Mario and Kirby, get out. Just leave. <laughs> turn this. Turn this off right now and get out. Yeah. But I mean, even with this year's releases, you know what I'm saying? We're seeing new characters from franchises that they've gone ahead and uh, have characters from already. And from new ones that uh, have yet to enter the game in general. And that's yeah. really it. They pick fan favorite characters from all these different places, put them all in one game and say, go for it. Let them let them go go at Just it go and play, at your, it. play your guys. Exactly. Now, the big thing with this year's Smash, though, uh, which I want to see what you guys think about. We don't listen. We, we can't pr- sit here and praise Smash enough. We all love it and things yeah. like that. But... Apparently, 
there is a rumor being whispered around that this actually might be the very last uh, physical iteration of Smash Brothers. That, that there, doesn't there surprise me. That there might not be another one coming in the future at all. So but th you say, John, that it doesn't surprise you. What, what are your thoughts with that rumor? Well, okay. First of all, they also said the Wii U was going to be the last one. So the fact that the rumor <laughs> has popped up again doesn't surprise me. But the director himself, um, he has said multiple times that he doesn't like working on Smash Brothers because the the physical limitations he puts his body to like literally destroys him. He destroys his body making this game like <laughs> every time, and the fans always bitch about it you know what i mean right. like and so i could just see him going you know what fuck you i'm done making this series i'm done making these games you know what this right. is the last one you get from me which means every other one after this will be shit so congratulations you know like <laughs> you played yourself as dj Khaled says yes <laughs> what do you think juan do you think that this could be the last uh do you think this could be the final form of smash brothers <laughs> I I could absolutely see it being that, and and not for the reasons that John says, but just for like as much as like certain companies would want to you know milk certain series for all it's worth because they know it's a fan favorite. Some sometimes and very rarely they realize that like series just can't go on, and then they cut it short. Right, and this I is think Nintendo we're talking about. Yeah, True. but like they are famed for taking characters, beloved characters, and 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 just milking it and milking it, and we yeah. always buy it. Mario, so even if the director of this game said, "You know what? <laughs> I'm actually done with this. I'm right. moving on to other things. I want to move on to other things." Nintendo would be like, "Okay, great. Thank you for your service." And then the next year, come out with something that someone else made. And it's right. called Smash Brothers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the way they are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. In, the, in the end, it would all come down to like licensing and if he has all, all the rights. But he doesn't. He's just a director and, and right. creator. Like, and he's not even the creator of those characters. Like Nintendo yeah, right. owns all that shit. So yeah. like, you know, I don't see it being the last one. I just see it being the last one by this director. Then I see it being, I see it being the last Super Smash. Right. Okay. All right. I, I if anything, if anything, they could just retire the Super Smash Brothers because the director, and then they go, "Oh, we don't make that game anymore. We, right. we now make All Stars, uh, uh, Nintendo All Stars, N Nintendo All Stars, or yeah. something like that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Mario All Stars, but like with all characters across the board or something. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so like not not like not Mario All Stars, but like All Star Brawl. Yeah, yeah, All Star Nintendo All Stars. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and Sakurai was the name of the. I can't. I couldn't remember his name. So uh, okay. Just... But listen, I mean, to be honest. I can see this being the last uh, physical release of Smash Brothers. Uh, it not even uh, like I to a certain point agree with both of you guys, but not even that's not even my main argument for it. My whole thing is technologically speaking, they don't need at this point to continuously come out every year or every couple of years with a brand new title. Let's look at other games like Fortnite and things of the other uh, of that like where they come out with updates 
uh, well, I mean, Fortnite comes out with an update every week, but other games come out with updates every couple of months, expansions, things of that sort. They, for Smash Brothers at this point, they, they've included every single Smash character ever in this game, plus extras. They're putting in all the stages from all the Smash Brothers in this game, and will I guarantee you have other stages available in the future. I guarantee you what Smash is going to turn into now is going to be the game where if you get a physical copy or you download it, however you like to enjoy your video games, every X amount of months, they're going to come out with brand new character packs and say, you know, for $10, you can access these three new fighters or two new fighters. Uh, for $15, you can access 20 new stages and things like that. And they will just use the technology at hand that we have to continuously refresh the game and make it new and continuously provide different things to the players. We see it with DBZ. My only argument with that is that they could have done that since the Wii and they didn't. You know what I mean? Like, right. they don't, they don't really, Nintendo doesn't really do that kind of shit. Like, yes, they do have DLC characters and yes, DLC characters came out for the Wii U version when it was out. I know that. Um, but you notice that they stopped after a while to make this, you know, the switch and then the switch form of this new game. So right. when it comes down to it, if Nintendo goes past the switch, depending on what it is, I do believe that they will have another. They'll have another Mario game. They'll have another Zelda game. They'll have another uh, Smash Brothers game. Those are the three that constantly come out with some kind of, uh, you know, new console for Nintendo. Now, if Nintendo yeah. decides, okay, you know what, we have mastered these console things our entire life. We're gonna jump over to something new. You know, like that's that's different. That might that might happen. It might not. I don't know what Nintendo's up to. You know what I mean? Like. I'm not right. going to sit here and say, oh, my uncle works for Nintendo and blah, 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 you know, like, <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, Nintendo's such a weird company because they can do whatever they want and we still react to it, you know? Right, right. Like, even as, like, older gamers that are like, oh, Nintendo's for babies, Nintendo sucks, and yet Smash Brothers comes out and we're all sitting there playing it. So, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, they have us by our ass wallets. Like, they just, they know exactly where to <laughs> please us. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, like, it's very rare that Nintendo puts out a bad game. Right, that's I the other thing. I that lightly, too, yeah. because I don't want to <laughs> just, like, you know, not everyone enjoys their titles, but, like, for the people that do enjoy them, it's, like, even if you say, like, hey, you know, maybe I'm getting a little too old to be playing, like, a Mario game or something, or, like, you know, I, I'm getting up, the, you know, you guys are in your 30s, I'm getting up in my 30s, and, like, when they announced that E3 and all that, they were like, we're putting out a new Kirby game. And I was like, new Kirby game? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah I did the Absolutely. same thing. I was yeah. like, but like, find me, find me one person in this world that's played through Breath of the Wild and didn't like it. I haven't even played it, and I like it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, that's, that's the thing with, like, their characters. They know exactly how to, like, keep yeah. bringing the same crap, and we love it every time. Yeah, absolutely. Nintendo definitely knows how to stand the test of time, like through and through, with their characters that they develop. It just it it it, it shows that like whether this this is true because this is more of an assumption of by myself, but it kind of shows that like maybe like the people at the top are 
gamers themselves, not just like oh yeah, of the head of a corporation that's just like well, that's, yeah, people that's like the that. thing. Like the people running that corporation created those characters. Like right. exactly, you know, like when uh, uh, when what's his name died, um, the guy who created Kirby and yeah, 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 uh, he died like. Yeah. I forget his name. That's so bad. I should know his name. Anyway, um, but We're like, yeah, like, nerds. <laughs> no, like he he was you know part of the top people at Nintendo. The, these people are gamers at heart. So like you know when when you see sometimes like maybe the people at Microsoft you know are kind of like you know yeah phoning it in you know like they're not <laughs> you know they're not some of them aren't really gamers. They're just yeah. there to make money off of us. You know, right. whereas Nintendo seems to be gamers. Right. Well, Nintendo you know? also. You have to think about this as as a as a company, and they've they've said this before. It, they it, it's all about how they look at their demographic too. They purposely stay within the younger age range, and it's genius because think about it this way: for us, Nintendo was the gaming company and and, and the games that we invested in as little kids. I have children. Some of their first games, some of their first games are Nintendo games. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because of the age range. Now, as we have grown older, and Nintendo continues to invest in these staple characters, not only now are they focusing on the the age, the smaller age range uh, for children coming into the gaming community, but now it's now be- it's becoming a, a nostalgia aspect for the older gamers. So even though their demographic is for those younger age ranges, for us as adults, we go back and re-remember to the first Mario game we've played, the first time we ever played Donkey Kong, the first time we ever played Kirby, the first time we got the Metroid series. And with all these new titles, we go, oh, man, I remember playing that. I want to check out what the new stuff is like. And we fall back in love with the characters and with these games. And then, like I said, I have kids. And in order to introduce them into the gaming world, I use Nintendo because their games are for that age range you know i'm not gonna sit down with my six-year-old and have her play call of duty but will i have her play smash yeah she loves playing smash brothers on her ds my son loves nintendo games across the board he loves kirby and mario and donkey kong and it's great because now i know that it's you know it's kind of it's it's funny because we always talk about how gamer uh, uh game developers and uh the game corporations they always go for the cash grab you know and they're always looking to make money but for nintendo for some reason and i guess it's because they have this way about their the way that they develop themselves and their games it doesn't feel that way it doesn't feel malicious it feels as though they want to be the company that nurtures new a new wave of gamers and then keeps the old when you get older still keep you happy with that nostalgia it, you know right. what i'm saying like nintendo for me is a company where i where i com- would compare them to others i go I don't really think they're doing it. Obviously, they're doing it for the money, but I feel like there's just a whole different 
level of heart that goes into what they do and that's essentially why we keep coming back and why right. we're okay with the fucking 40th version of a Mario game and the fucking 20th right. version of a Smash game you know it's because they're t- at least for me there's a level of connection that we get with Nintendo that for some reason other companies try to replicate but they can never they can never do it yeah. they never be able to imitate like that it with you know with the old like it just it feels right to play them because right. it is our childhood, you know. Like exactly. it, just, and not only that, not only do they have us by that, by that, by that grip, you know, that like we keep talking about, but like <laughs> they're actually good games. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, give it to anybody that's never even played a game, and they go, "This is fun." You know, like <laughs> that's what Nintendo does. Yeah. Nintendo is in the habit of making fun. So. Yeah, and I wouldn't necessarily call it a grip. It's a very warm and tight hug. Yes. Yes. It <laughs> That's is. what they have us in. They have our wallets in nice, tight, and warm embraces. That's right. What they- <laughs> it's like come over, come over here. Just yeah. give me a hug. Just and- give me- <laughs> Feel how good this feels. Right. This I mean, is a sixty-dollar I mean, hug. This is- if, we're, if we're talking about the proverbial grasp they have us in. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys saw my poster. Show us on the but- show us on the doll where Nintendo touched you on. Uh, but I have to show you. I don't have to show you. You could just go to my Instagram and see that I picked up the oh, Switch we saw and that, Breath of yeah. the Wild today. Oh, nice! I didn't see that. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. That. That's awesome that you picked up a Switch, and it's awesome that you picked up Breath of the Wild as like a starter game. Like, oh, was that a bundle? Like, did it come in a bundle? No, no, I just bought it. Like, oh, okay. nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, I think actually but, they uh, they just released a a Mario Aces bundle and it came with another right. game too uh yeah it was like aces and then one, like two, one switch. two switch or whatever one, two switch right yeah but like i'm not gonna play either of those games so i'm not just gonna buy the bundle right because of the price because it comes with games right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's gotta be so the I, right I games went yeah. in, i picked up the switch picked up breath of the wild nice uh yes. And well, I, I, so I, that's I, the end of Juan. We'll never see him again. Because <laughs> nice. now I'm going to play Breath of the Wild and catch up on every Switch game that I haven't played. Yeah, yeah. dude. They I, say people that pick up Breath of the Wild literally disappear for ages. Like they don't play anything you, else. They just look, disappear into the world. If you look at my fucking Instagram post, the only comment that's on there right now is my buddy Stengel going, "Bye, Juan." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's exactly what you get. That's like I, I know that like every time I comment on something about I need to play this game, everyone's like, "Yes, you do!" Like they just like, <laughs> yeah. And like I've been wanting to pick up a Switch for a while now, and it just I don't know for one reason or another I put it off, put it off, put it off. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I have the money, and I've been wanting to play the games, and I just want to get ready for all the titles that are coming out. Like right. I, I want to play the new Yoshi. I want to play the new Kirby. The new Mario. New, uh, new Kirby the, is awesome, dude. I've played it. The uh, the the new Metroid. Yes. I literally just saw that they ported Bayonetta two, so I definitely yeah. want to pick that up because I played the first one and I wanted to play the second one. But they were like, "Well, since you bought it on the Xbox, uh, we're just gonna release it for the Wii." So good luck <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next on the list? What, what else we got? Uh, let's see. Okay, so also, besides uh, Smash tied for second, uh, and actually, you know what? Speaking of uh, childhood favorites, at least for me, uh, we had Marvel Spider-Man. Um, okay. And look, I'll, I'll be the first one to, to be honest about this. Usually, when a game comes out and it's based on a movie, 
I don't play it. I don't know why. I just I I don't like video games that are based off of the movie. Just but never, this never isn't based off a of movie. Exactly. This is not being oh. based off a movie. And uh, between the gameplay that I've seen, the fact that it isn't based off of a movie, and the fact that I haven't played a real Spider-Man game in fucking over a decade, huh. this has actually got me pretty excited. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm excited to see the story behind it all and what they do with this game. And like I said, yeah. with the mechanics and the gameplay that they've released, it looks super, super fun. So, so I, I'm willing to invest in this title. Yeah, I got to play this already. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I got to play this at E3. Lucky. And um, <laughs> I know. Um, I don't sound convinced. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't sound too happy. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen. It is probably the best Spider-Man game I have ever played so far. Okay. What? But. <laughs> There's always a but with you, John. The company said, this is not a Batman clone. Now, I want, to, I want to note here that for everyone that's going to play this game, this is fucking Batman with Spider-Man. Okay. It's, it's all the Arkham games, but with Spider-Man. That well, make why no is that illusions. a bad thing? It's not. I'm just saying, make no <laughs> illusions of that, okay? Now, right. with saying that, it is the smoothest, best Batman game you've ever played. Because, <laughs> because it's Spider-Man and he's faster. Because it's Spider-Man and he's faster and more nimble, okay? So it's, it's exactly what you want it to be. That sounds um, awesome. It really is a really, really fun, interesting, great game. I really had a good time with it. I'm... I cannot wait for the full version. I just um, and it's it's cool because like they give you new nuances into different characters and villains. Like you get to play as Mary Jane a little bit, like doing nice. like sneaky shit that you know Spider Man had her do. You know, like right. they're, you know, they're kids; they're not like adults, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. Like they they just it's so quick a gameplay. You really need to like learn everything, and like a fifteen minute demo doesn't give you all the time you need. Right. But swinging through New York City. With this new engine is fucking glorious. I will never That's drive awesome. in the city ever again. I need to make some kind of Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> I remember how great, great Spider-Man 2 was, like the swinging, you know, through the city and shit. I've, like, yeah, I've actually that? played that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's a million times better. You That's know what I mean? Great. Like, and it's, and it's kind of, it's, it's very weirdly accurate to a lot of the city too. Obviously they add because, you know, Marvel's New York City is much bigger than Manhattan right. so right so they add a lot into it but for the most part it's pretty accurate it's really scary that's great Google Maps yeah. for the win um, yeah right but <laughs> but no I don't understand why they would say it's not uh, a Batman clone well, well, I, I would I would use that as a selling point because the the Arkham series was fucking great right and that's and that's the thing is that they they really tried to distance themselves from Batman because they don't want people going oh, this is just like Arkham. And it's like, but that's that's okay to say. That, yeah, it's, not like, it's not like saying, uh, oh, this is like, uh, you know, I'm just going to use Grand Theft Auto again. This is like Grand Theft Auto, you know, like right. just as a, you know, whatever. But it's not, you know, it's like right. this, the, the Batman series is amazing. And yeah. it's even better because, and like, all right, I think the sell is that Batman is better than Spider-Man. And while that's true, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man is 
less boring than everyone makes him out to be. Right, right. I mean, listen, dude, I'm uh, I've been a fan of Spider-Man since I can remember. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right next to the number one animated series being Batman, number two, oh, or actually. I would, have to say maybe, the 90s I, would, series. I would I would have to say number three because I was a much bigger fan of the X-Men animated series. Oh uh, yeah, X-Men was but, better. But listen, that's a close like the difference between Spider-Man and X-Men for me on the animated series end is very, very, very close. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. But still, like that it's the was, difference between Crest and Colgate. It's the yeah. It's exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's for me. Like you can honestly, you can say that it's similar to Arkham. You know, not don't don't use the term the same as. I would say it's similar to Arkham, and right. that would be okay with me personally because the Arkham series again was super highly acclaimed. Anyone that's actually played all all of it loved it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and that's for me. That makes me feel that when I pick up this game. It's, there's going to be, even though it's different, the story is right. different, the characters are different, and the gameplay might be slightly different here or there, it's still relatable. The fluidity of Spider-Man and his action and gameplay is so well done and so incredible. Uh, it, it feels like you are Spider-Man. Like, everything awesome. is just so well done. The environmental knockouts are some of the funniest and best things. And he's a <laughs> loud mouth. And he just talks. And, like, it's fun to listen to because you feel like you're playing a Spider-Man comic book. It's, it's wonderful. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Juan, Juan, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man? Um, I don't know. I, I haven't seen too much gameplay on it, but... Uh, the, uh, much like you said, the last time I played a Spider-Man game was probably the PS One iteration. You know, it, it was one of the, played you know hundreds of hours in that game, even though there was not that much content in it. Right. Uh, I just went back into it and just played it. And honestly, I never played the Arkham games. Oh, you got it, man. And so I don't know. I've seen plenty of of, of gameplay from that so i can you know tell how it would, yeah. what it plays like and I, it's another game i wouldn't mind getting my hands on it and playing yeah. it and seeing whether i like it or not the yeah. story listen man the story progression you can skip origins origins isn't necessarily uh anything uh too important when it comes to right. the well it wasn't rocksteady's game either so. right yeah. right well, but i mean it's... like what, what it really comes down to is that those games don't really appeal to me because i'm not the biggest comic book guy right even that's, still, I would fine. go ahead and defend them. Yeah, no, that's fine. I would still de defend them to the point that even though you're not a comic book fan, the story the three titles really tell is super in-depth and very, very entertaining. And will, If you've ever wanted to get into Batman, those yeah. are the games to do it. 100% yeah, no, no, no. agree. And, like, yeah. and like, I, don't, I don't avoid them like the plague. Like, ugh, right. fuck that. Like, I don't like comic books. It's just kind of like they're, they're, if I go to a game store and I just go in blindly to just like hey i want to play something new right and like i see something like ultimate spider-man to my left and then on my A right jrpg on the right <laughs> yeah some sort of jrpg <laughs> my, eye, my eye is gonna be drawn to the jrpg of course right <laughs> fucking weeb <laughs> <laughs> No, we get it. We get it, man. Honestly, though, like if you like I agree with John wholeheartedly, like if you do want to give it a shot and get into a Batman series game at all, 
the Arkham series is like the go-to great story. Loved every part of it. Um, you definitely thoroughly enjoy it. Unless you're going to be a fucking weirdo about it like you are with The Last of Us, then there's just no fucking hope for you. So, um, listen, listen, I gave it a shot. I didn't like it. Well, you gave Shadow of the Colossus uh, a shot years ago, and then you came back to it. So you still have to do yeah, that. Yeah, but like, that was different. I didn't get bored with Shadow of the Colossus. I just Whatever. didn't know I'm what done. to do. Whatever. Either I'm way, done. Insomniac made a great Spider-Man game, and I yeah. can't wait for it. <laughs> can't, can't wait for it. Now, speaking of uh, trying games and getting bored with them. Now, this is going to sound a little crazy. But oh, no. It's going to so sound a little crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, the other game on our uh, on our poll that came in and tied for third is Doom Eternal. Now, oh my God. before anything, before anything, I want to clarify something. Uh, I've played past Dooms. You know what I'm saying? I've, they've fucking the Doom has been out for fucking ever. When I first got into playing it, um, I did get bored with it. You know, a little bit here or there, and I kind of stopped. Then they came out with. Um, the new not not this Doom Eternal, but the Doom most recent Doom, Doom twenty sixteen, and I fell right into love with Doom. Yeah, and that's it. I love, and you know, what I'm saying like, and I think it really just comes down to uh, just obviously the the gigantic leaps in technology that we've had right. since the first versions of Doom. But you know, what I'm Doom, saying this, it's Doom so was much the fun. First- Doom was the first first-person shooter before that was even a term. Right. Yep. Everything, everything after Doom until about, um, I want to say the early 90s, was a Doom clone. Wolfenstein. Right. Yes. Uh, all, the, all those games yes. that were first-person shooters back then were mm. Doom clones. That's what they were called. Exactly. Because they didn't have a term first-person shooter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when when Bethesda and ID revamped Doom, yeah, it was probably the greatest revamp of all time. Yeah, it's hundred percent. The music, the sounds, the environment, oh, dude, everything, everything. Is Doom yes. soundtrack is fantastic oh yeah. my god it's so good and so when they announced doom eternal i had a boner yeah. for like three days like it, it just <laughs> i was so excited and the gameplay is fucking gorgeous oh yes and even even like the the 2016 doom like it was just it was great because like you started playing and you're like oh man like i remember this game even though yeah. like the the difference in graphics was so crazy you're like no, yeah. it's still Doom. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm actually replaying it now because Doom Eternal is coming out yeah. not too long. Yeah, me too. I'm replaying it. I love it. And like when you got into when you got into the multiplayer, it was like if it, like if you ever played the game, it was it played so much like Quake. Yes, right. Yeah, and it's Super really well done. Yeah. yeah, really well, super well done. In fact, the 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 Quake champions, the new Quake that they made, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, the, I played it at, so uh, well I played done. It at PAX. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got I, well. I played a little bit at E3, and I played some at PAX. Uh, they were at they were at South a little. I think. Yeah, I South, think yeah, we had this conversation South. last week. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just had. A, I'm having a lot of fun with it. But like, yeah. So like, when Doom Doom came out, I played it, and I was like, that was like an experience. That was so much fun. 
Yeah. And now I'm replaying it before Doom Eternal comes out. Like mm-hmm. I'm that much in love with it. So yeah. I can't wait. I'm I'm not gonna lie, man. Yeah, when it first, you know, fucking years and years ago, I played it and I thought it was cool, thought the concept was cool, but just it just wasn't I don't know, something about the first versions of it just wasn't really hitting like hitting for me. Well, by then, you were probably used to other games like it. So going back to it might have been, like, weird. This 2016 version of Doom, though, I was just like, holy shit, like, I love this. This is what every first-person shooter should (laughs) be, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah, it got, you know, it it gets you excited. Your heart pumping, it's fast, it's fucking brutal, it's crazy. And then Doom Eternal gets announced and we saw the gameplay from this. And it's just like, I was sitting there and I was like, Holy shit! Like yes, yes I want I to play got this goosebumps. game. Yeah, dude, and not only that, but they're doing the um the enemies. They're like, oh, we have a couple brand new enemies, and they're showing yep. the concept art. And then it's that one guy. I forgot what they they what the name of the of the enemy was called, but they go, you're gonna notice that there's a slight resemblance to the Slayer. Yes, uh, and that will be revealed in the story. And as soon as like I was looking, I was like. Oh my god, yes. Like, this is fucking great. The environments they plan on having for this game look beautiful. Dude, it's just like, I I don't think I've ever been more excited for a first-person shooter than for Doom Eternal. Yeah. Like it's just I gonna agree. be a fucking gore fest rampage of fucking, <laughs> yeah. just like you know what I'm saying? The, like the perfect the perfect idea of this is that like because. Doom was one of those games that encouraged aggression. Like it encouraged yes. you to like find fights, you know, yeah. like, like I miss the days of health packs. I hate first person shooters right now because of like that get behind cover. If you're dying thing, you know, right. like that drives me crazy because like, you know, call of duties and battlefields and all that shit. Like, like they're, they're fine. They're good games. But like, I miss the days of health packs where right. like, you're in danger. Yeah. You fucking need to find health or you yeah. are going to die. To die. Yeah, that desperation. And that's the thing that adds to the excitement and the fast-paced environment that is Doom is the right. fact that when you get down to that 5%, you're like, "Fuck, I got to find I got to find even the smallest guy yeah. just to punch in the head and get something out of him. Like, exactly. I got to do something here." And you know what? But that's Actually, also it's also during the multiplayer. You feel the same thing. You don't yeah. If you're at the end of your life, you know, like just trying to get, duke it out with this other dude yeah. and you turn around and you get the kill and you turn around and there's another guy there, you're fucked. Yeah, 100%. You, know, like, you, you can't like hide behind something to raise life. Like right. you have to go out and find that health, you know? Yeah, it's balls to the wall or fucking nothing. And the funny fact, too, about uh, Doom, I don't know if you guys know this, but when they developed Doom 2016, the final 5% of your life bar actually has more HP in it than other the higher percentages of your life bar because what yeah. they wanted to do was give you that uh, that fast-paced desperation feel but allow you to play just a bit longer within that environment. Yeah. So right. you would see visually, shit, I only have X amount of life left. I have to do something quick. But even though you were getting hit maybe at the same rate you were earlier, you would actually be taking just slightly less percentage. 
and that's right. to extend that that feeling and to yeah. make you feel that nervousness longer and that's fucking genius when it yes. comes to dive having you dive into emotions and connecting those emotions to the game you're playing they did a tremendous job in having uh, your heart jump out of your fucking chest with moments yeah, like that. Absolutely. And that's fucking great, man. And I am super excited for Doom Eternal, too. That's yeah, another so game. I'm where sure Doom Eternal will give us that exact you know, yeah, feeling again. Yeah, you know? 100%. And the multiplayer, dude, now that, now that I feel that multiplayer overall has, I guess, I, maybe just for me, um, has become easier... Not to, because I've always had the same fucking number of friends, but like I, now I feel like multiplayer isn't as um, what's the word that I, I guess frustrating as it used to be. Right. Now it's a little bit easier to group up with people and find people to play these games. Um, yeah. I I, I want to see what that's going to be about. Unless you play Overwatch, that's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everybody that plays that game is a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One one knows all about that from his rage quit the other night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah. I've been like re I've been like replaying it again. We we talked about this last week. I've been replaying it, and nothing makes me want to fucking delete that thing from my hard drive faster than playing with a fucking <laughs> moron. And they're all dumb. It's like it it just happens every batch. You just have that one guy that stands and looks at the wall for like twenty minutes. Like what the fuck Jesus are you doing? Christ. <laughs> anyway, I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm not going to bitch yeah. about that. Let's not. Let's we not, have other things to bitch about. Let's not dive into past experiences. Let's continue moving forward. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, according to the poll that we posted, those were really the top titles that people seem to be anticipating right, and most good. excited for. And that is that's a pretty solid list. Like yeah. that's it, man. Like those are really going to be the big titles that are going to take and consume everybody's time. Think, and we're still. I think for Dark Siders Three is going to be amazing. I I'm think really people. For that. I think Darksiders is a completely underappreciated yes. franchise, and I think I that agree. people really have not given that uh, franchise enough time to if really. We're, if we're keeping to you know the theme of hell and apocalypse, you know, with Doom, then Dark, yeah. Darksiders, uh, you know, uh, not Darksiders, is something that people should uh, be excited for. It, yeah, no, yeah. dude, uh, I actually need to go back and actually finish two because i never did finish two. oh man oh, you do man. have to finish it i i hundred percented one yeah yeah and then i started playing two and then i don't remember what happened but i stopped playing it at one point you know what i did the same thing somewhere in the middle of that game i kind of like stopped playing it but not because i didn't enjoy it i just kind of yeah, stopped no, no. Yeah, just that was, like, just and then stopped. I picked yeah. it back up and I went. I don't know why I never finished this when I played. I played yeah, exactly. it to the end and I was like, "That was fucking awesome!" And then yeah. three is being announced now, and I'm fucking hyped for it. So the top titles we've discussed are 100 percent like. Listen, go out, invest in these. We all think that it's going to be great. If there's a game that you haven't played yet, like Dark Siders, play <laughs> Dark Siders one and two. Get you engrossed in the story and invest you can in three. You actually get them pretty cheap because they're yeah, oh, like, yeah, they 100%. are they're both really yeah, cheap. exactly. Um, so invest your time in those people. Those uh, are great titles. Before we move on, I definitely want to throw one more game in there that like a lot of people have been pestering me about, and it's kind of along the lines of what we've been talking about, and that's uh, uh, Shonen Jump All Stars or whatever the hell oh that my game God, is. Yes. Okay. I don't know how but I like, feel about that game, man. It's so good. Like, 
like like I mentioned, I'm not a big fan of fighting games. Right. And it's basically it's basically Super Smash Brothers with anime characters. Yeah. So like, so like but, in a, in a, it, but in a Tekken in a Tekken 3D environment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like and it's like everybody that knows I'm a huge weave, they're like, Oh, are you picking up are you picking up jump all story? Are you picking up jump all story? I'm like, bro, like I, I don't like fighting. It's called games. Jump Force, by the way. Whatever. Jump Force, yeah. Jump Force. Um, and like it's it's all characters of like series that I've watched and like enjoyed. So like I might like even give it a shot just just because. Yeah, they just announced uh, um, Hunter x Hunter. Those the new characters are coming in also. Interesting. Yeah, I they, mean, they've been like they've been like announcing them little by little. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. For, <laughs> excited. for me, like I don't know. I'm like I get it, and I understand like why this game would be a game. I just I don't know. I just to me, it's just like I already have Smash and I already have Dragon Ball. Yeah. Do I really well, the, want the to thing invest is, in a third title fighting here's, game? Here's the thing: is that most fighters like don't make it to Evo, and I think Evo is trying to be bigger. And I'm tr- I'm telling you, this game will end up at Evo. Mm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You and know. the thing is, this game is this game is like it's trying to be in there, and like I like you said, there like you don't understand like why why would you need a third title? But it's like it's no, like I get it. I was, it's a different it's roster. Like, it's, like, no, it's like what I was saying earlier. Like if me and you go or like, let's say me and John in this instance would go to a game store and we're looking for a fighting game and Injustice and Jump Force are right next to each other. Right. He would grab Injustice and you would get Injustice and I'm going to look at Jump Force. Except that I I would actually go for Jump Force before I would go for the superheroes. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. The the comic book guy would go for the for the the Injustice first. (laughs) I'm and sorry, really this is my copy to. of the game. No, it's my copy of the game. And then a brawl ensues in a GameStop and everyone I, well, I also got to play that at E3, and it was just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, listen, I get it. I understand. I guess I guess for me personally, because, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with Juan in this, where I'm not a huge fighting game guy. Like, I've invested in Street Fighters, and I've played arcade yeah, fighters before and everything like that, and I do have you know, Dragon Ball, and I will invest in Smash, but just for me, I'm just like, ah, I'm I'm happy. My my fighter game quota has been filled. You know what I'm saying? So, but right. for other if people, I can, listen, I, I can, get it. If I can, uh, my, my fighting game quota is filled. When I go to do my laundry, and I can play an old school arcade Marvel vs. Capcom. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's it. The first, yeah. The first one. The first one always going to be a classic. But uh, all right, man, let's uh, let's move forward here. So we've been doing a lot of talking about upcoming titles everyone's excited for for console. Um, and like I stated earlier, you know, a big uh, forefront for gaming in the past couple of years has been the exploration of virtual reality. You know, different Ooh. things like that. Oculus. John apparently hates VR. Fucking uh, I I get it. I understand why people would look to do uh, or, or pursue this path down gaming titles for VR. It is a different experience than sitting down with a controller and staring at a screen. You know, they want to look for something more interactive. I understand all that. Am I personally looking to invest in VR? Probably not. I'll be completely honest, just because of of a few things. The price point is way too fucking high. The titles that they're developing overall 
Um, yeah, I just nothing that's really uh, striking for me. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, except for Doom VR. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably right. the only title that's come around so was, far where I'm just like, yeah, like yes. My, <laughs> my thing with VR is not only just the price point is ridiculous, but it's uh, how do I how do I put this? Where most like I'm not a big graphics person. I play I play 2D pixel shit all the time. I right. love it, but you're not a 60 it, FPS it, freak. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to a lot of these <laughs> VR games. It's like going back to PlayStation One. You know, it's like going back. Like right. the, you can yeah. count the polygons on a lot of this shit, and it's really <laughs> upsetting. It's like this is supposed to be the future of gaming, and it looks like my dog did it. You know, like <laughs> it's fucking terrible. And oh, like, and the weird. games they come up with are so god awful. It's like, oh, can I can I please do Job Simulator in virtual reality? I <laughs> would just said the whole life. to show you the way, John. Oh what? man! They're just trying to show you the way. Yeah, VR yeah, chat. Yeah. That's great. Look, and don't get me wrong. There are there are things in VR that are fun and interesting. Like VR chat is ridiculous and it's funny <laughs> as shit. Yeah. Like and and I the mean, people that are in there are ridiculous. And when, yeah. and when it comes down to it, like games that would benefit greatly from it, at least now, is like survival horror. Right, right, and like, and like, eventually, like shooters, like first-person shooters, right. Well, let's... but but they're not investing in the right areas. Is really what it comes down to. Yeah. Right. The I other agree. thing is that it's very jarring. Uh, for those that don't like three D movies, you will not like virtual reality. For yeah. those of you that uh don't quite know the size of your living room even though you walk in it every day, uh, it's very jarring. Uh, yeah. for those of you that. Uh, like to walk in a video game, you don't walk in virtual reality. You you press a button that moves you forward in leaps. So like you don't just you don't just like have a character that walks. You have a character you don't, that you don't, like you don't just jumps. walk onto on top of your coffee table and break it. Right. You don't <laughs> right. You don't move forward to move button. forward. You also don't have a controller joystick that moves you forward when you press forward. It actually like it's like time skipping almost. It's like right. you're here and then you're here and then you're here and then you're here. You know, it's not That's like walking. Weird. Right. It's very jarring. And so even <laughs> the big games that are out there like Fallout and Doom and, and Skyrim are still weird and, and shitty <laughs> because <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it. It's the fucking, I hate it. I hate they VR. They try to go two steps forward and went fucking eight steps back into a they hole. Really, yeah, yeah, this is exactly what it's like. <laughs> and there are there are two games on VR that I actually enjoy, but I'll let you guys talk about VR a little bit before I Right. Go. Well, I pulled up, uh, I, w I went on to the Google machine and uh, decided to say, you know what, let's actually see what's out there that people consider um, top VR games for 2018. And what? we're going. There's a decent list, but we're going to go really through the top five here, um, right. and see and see how, how you guys feel about these titles. So I'll give you the title, and I'll give you the brief synopsis of what they are, and then if you guys, I guess, uh, you two will go ahead and then rate them, uh, whether you'll play them, and I guess give them a soft rating, and we'll we'll go with that. So, one, one being the worst, ten being the best. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. So uh, the number one right now, I'm, I'm going off an article here from PCMag.com, and it's uh, top VR for 2018. And I've seen this 
um, a lot on Facebook for some reason. Like, a lot of videos have come through this uh, game. Um, it's called Beat Saber. And uh, Beat, Saber... I'm I'm <laughs> Beat Saber is a music and rhythm game with an active twist. The setup is similar to other music games such as Audio Surf, Guitar Hero, and Rock Band, but instead of controlling a virtual ship or using fake instruments, you slash your way through a song with virtual laser swords. As the music plays, Beat Saber generates different patterns of color-coded blocks on the screen you must hit with the correct controller, right or left. As they slide towards you, obstacles also appear at times that require you to duck or slide away. Make no mistake, Beat Saber is not a game you can play sitting down. It is a very active experience, and if you love music and motion, Beat Saber is definitely worth exploring. So, John, you're kind of already throwing out that number one. I've, already, I've seen gameplay of this. I know right. a guy that does it, like on his YouTube and stuff. This right. guy, Stephen Baker. Uh, for those that don't know, he is the uh, 1992 Super Bowl winner, Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker. Uh, <laughs> but he plays video games. He's a, he's a huge nerd. So right. uh, I, I watch him play it once in a while. And it's it's like it's physically like because like you don't when you have the goggles on, you don't really see it as this giant platform of uh, of a thing. You know, like you have right. a very limited view of what's coming up and it's very difficult, whatever. I have no interest in this. Like Guitar <laughs> Hero, where it is like basically where my limit ends as far as music games go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have, if I'm going to play virtual reality, it's not going to be swinging a laser sword to make music. It's going to be swinging a laser sword to kill someone with. <laughs> so Star Wars VR is more. It would be your, more my speed. Right, this to me speed. is a one. I'm gotcha. sorry. All right, Juan, what do you say? Perfect ten. <laughs> of course he would. Of course he would. All right. Well, What's your reasoning ten? behind a perfect ten? Because I was a DDR kid, oh, and there this it is. is right there up it my is. There it is. There yeah. it is. I was that weeb. kid in Converse's and uh, <laughs> fucking Adidas tracksuit at the mall every. Oh my god! But it's DDR. but it's not even the same thing. You're not even dancing anymore. You're just moving your arms like a yeah, jackass. You just, you just yeah. I'm, I'm going from moving my feet to moving my arms. Thank you're just you. doing yeah, the boneless emote just over and over again. All right. So John's giving it a one. Juan's giving it a ten. Uh, my personal uh, you know, rating for this. Not my cup of tea either. Um, I can see the allure behind it if you are a fan of Guitar Hero and want to take it to a different level and stuff like that. I'm, I'm going to be a little more generous than John, but I'm definitely nowhere near one. I'm going to give this one a 3.5. And okay. right. just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I might have a little fun with it, but overall, I'm not really. Like, I would play this at a friend's house maybe once or twice. And that's right. It. Um, but you know, eh, I, I get it. And again, I've seen the videos and I went, Oh, that's pretty cool. And then I just, and then I keep scrolling. This, like this to yeah. me is a, is a wee invention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little too late. So like, I said, yeah. like we said, the technology is further, but everybody took 10 steps back. So just saying, <laughs> All go right. on. What's number two. All right. <laughs> number two, we have Eve Valkyrie Warzone. Now, Eve Valkyrie Warzone is a space-based 
dogfighting game puts you in control of a spaceship in a series of multiplayer and single-player game modes. Multiplayer options include the team deathmatch control, carrier assault, wormhole, and extraction game modes. Fight your way through hordes of enemies and avoid collisions and damage at the helm of one of 13 ship types. Progression is flexible, so players can control how they customize their ships as they go along. One of EVE's strong suits is its excellent visuals. Ships feature excellent levels of detail and laser projectiles light up magnificently against the backdrop of deep space. John? <laughs> I fucking hate this game. <laughs> what, I'm going never... to give, give this also a one. I sound like an asshole, but like <laughs> I've seen this game also, like seen it playing and it's not what that's that's the the worst description ever. Like let's let's take <laughs> it's quite the opposite. Shitty, let's take the shittiest Star Wars game and you know in space where it's just the 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 dogfight battles and that's all that it is except you're in the pilot seat quote unquote. <laughs> Fuck that game. Okay. Uh, oh, these are the top 10. <laughs> the top, five. <laughs> top 5. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're top 5, but they're the f- first 5 listed for 2018 um one how do you feel i'm gonna go ahead and give that a one really uh those games are so stupid they already exist outside of vr and they're even yeah. then they're not fucking any good like the i i've been playing uh, star wars battlefront 2 and the least amazing parts of those games are the dogfight ones and they're pretty well done like they're actually like it feels like i'm playing a star wars game this would just make me want to play a Star Wars game. So that's two <laughs> games in a row that already need to be a Star Wars VR game. Go on. Let's keep going. All right. Fair, fair. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give this one again. I'm going to be a bit more generous than you guys, but just based on the description, um, I'm going to give this one actually a solid four um, okay. for two I mean, reasons. For two reasons. Okay. One um i feel like i would again if this was like at a friend's house or something i would check it out play a couple rounds think it's okay so i would give it a shot um i'd probably you know enjoy it depending um but the main thing the one thing that kind of drives it up a little bit past that one to that four point for me um though i will not invest at all in this um is that i always wanted to know what it'd be like to be inside uh one of the ships from Star Fox 64 so this would probably be a perfect representation graphically of what that would be like. And the four also, actually, third point is I'd love to start yelling out, do a barrel roll as I played the game. So uh, that's kind of where my, my four comes old, from. get old like the second time you did it. You know, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, second barrel. All right, I'm done. Fuck this game. Yeah. Um, but okay, yeah. So two points per barrel roll. That's okay. That's basically that's, that's basically that's where judging. I'm. That's yeah. how I'm judging it. All right. Uh, moving forward, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, a game called Farpoint. Um, so Farpoint is a showcase title. Oh, this is interesting. A showcase title for the showcase. PS4's VR capabilities. And according to John's opinions, that doesn't say much. Nope. Um, <laughs> it's the first game to use the PSVR Aim, which is a gun-shaped controller specifically designed for first-person shooters. I don't know why they... Re- 
explain that that's kind of self-explanatory right so sony says the vr aim is capable of tracking player movements on a one-to-one scale which creates a more realistic feel to the game's shooting mechanics in farpoint you must survive deadly enemy encounters while traversing a dangerous alien environment in an effort to discover what happened to the rest of your research team farpoint is a relatively short experience but it's still worthwhile for playstation owners uh john your thoughts a short experience what does that mean like the gameplay is only like an hour or so there's no like multiplayer aspect don't see anything here about it yeah it looks like single player maybe a couple of hours worth of stuff so short game. I mean, listen, the price point is it like for aliens this game or like what's yeah, the... it's, it's yeah, it says that you're traversing alien environment to find out what happened to the rest of your research team. So and it's only price pointed at uh, at twenty dollars. So I mean, fairly inexpensive. Yeah, it's not terrible. Um, but I'm assuming you're going to deal with like. I mean, uh, if this is know. if this is like space horror, that could be pretty cool. But if it's just like you know a walking simulator that you happen to notice like. With like you know, there's some gunplay that seems like shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, John. You know what it really sounds like? It sounds like Earthbound. Yes. Mm, yeah. It basically uh, sounds like VR Earthbound, but it's like scaled down. But I, I assume if it's like, I don't know. I, I mean, it could be cool. I guess I don't know. I mean, if it's again, it depends on what it is. Like, if it's. If it's like space horror, like let's say it's like a virtual reality dead space. If it's something like that, that could be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, yeah, but let's, if you it's know what, just let's... like a walking simulator, no, if you're like this... looking around and then there's some aliens that you shoot. I mean, like... it, it says here you have to survive deadly enemy encounters while you're going through the dangerous alien environment. So I'm assuming that there's a lot of pop-ups, enemies jumping some from places, you got to shoot them down. Yeah, so, I so feel like it, this it is going to be a little more fast like, pace. It right, kind of right. sounds like a game that would be thrown into like a Dave and Buster's, kind of like yes. a House of the Dead. But yes, VR. yes, yes, yes. All right, well, uh, while we're talking, I looked up some gameplay and I'm watching it. All right. Uh so I'm gonna give this a, th- I'm gonna give this a four. Okay. okay. In, in theory, it looks and sounds like a good idea. I don't care that it's like a short game, right? Uh, but I'm watching this this kid play, um, and it's not really doing anything for me. The the enemies look like giant spider bugs, right? Uh, but it's a very open, very colorful thing. And so it's not a horror game at all. Uh, ah. Okay. You don't seem to be jumping at all. You're just moving forward and backward until you can move forward again. So right. it's a walking simulator. That's what I was afraid of. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So maybe maybe a three at most. Uh, okay. I would probably play this for about ten minutes and go, okay, that was fun, and then never play it again. Right. Oh, that was a, that was an interesting demo. I'll see you later. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's probably what it more feels like. But all yeah. right. So Juan, what do you what do you think based on John's? description of the gameplay and what we've read off the article what do you think yeah i mean like based off based off like basically we've what we've talked about and like what the references that i gave to like it seems like just like john said like a three a game that you might pick up and like it's got like the idea is there and it could be good The graphics were really nice. It looked really good, but but uh, they're just that's that's like the biggest problem with VR now. 
Yeah. The right. idea is there. The execution is it's just, just awful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like if they yeah. had made that more like a dead space where there's like, you know, yeah. weird, shitty, weird aliens chasing you around <laughs> and shit like that, I'd play. That sounds more like fun. But this yeah. is like you're on an asteroid looking around and then there's some shit. Yeah. You know, like, so the okay. potential's there. The execution just fell short. So. Right. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll probably give it about a three as well, just based on all of this. So, yeah, uh, yeah it, it's that's a, that's the problem, man. Like, yeah, a lot of these titles like seem to have so much promise as to what they can really grant a player when they invest, but right. then it falls short. I don't, which I don't understand. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, at the end of the day, if you really think about it, and like because of the execution that's being done so terribly, and you look at titles that already exist that can have a VR that would make it very, you know, good, even at the stage where it's at now. Yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky would benefit greatly. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know, yeah. it's like if you, yeah. go, if you go into No Man's Sky and you're just Speaking like, of walking simulators. Space. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. You just, but, yeah. but it's in VR. You get a little more immersed. Right. It yeah. gives a whole new level to the game. Yeah, true, true, true. All right, uh, let's next? keep let's keep going here. So, I actually, I I read a couple of these. This one to me seems a little different. Uh, it's interesting to an extent, at least for me. Uh, it's called "Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes." Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> this is uh, I'll put up the price point too for this. this is only a $15 game but it's for the HTC uh, Vive, the Oculus Rift and PlayStation VR so across the board VR and it says do you ever wonder how much you can really trust your friends keep talking and nobody explodes is the perfect multiplayer game to put your friendships to the test forcing you to communicate and collaborate with each other to defuse a complex bomb in mm. this game players are split into two groups one diffuser and several experts diffusers can see and examine the bomb but cannot access the manual experts can read the manual but cannot see the bomb Players must, ex- <laughs> players must exchange information, guide each other through defusal steps, and keep track of progress if anybody wants to make it out alive. Keep in mind that bombs have a countdown timer and will explode if you make too many mistakes along the way. Wow. What do you think, John? Uh, that sounds really interesting to me. Right, yeah. But I feel like it'd be probably a better, like, this could be a really funny game to stream. Yes. You know, like, uh, but it it also is like, huh, I don't know, man. It's, it's cool because you do have, well, here's the problem is that you have to have friends. That's the first problem. <laughs> In which John uh, has none, so it's right, a zero from so John. <laughs> the, right. So the, the, the second problem is, is that you have to find a friend that also wants to play this game. Uh, that's that's always sometimes another issue. Like I have oh, friends right. that never want to play the games I want to play. Right. Uh, so as long as you have those two things, this could be really cool because one has to describe it without having a manual, and the other one just has a manual and has to and can't see. And like that's really a funny idea. Yeah. Because it, you end up just probably yelling at each other most of it. <laughs> it's basically just a, a very high octane game of charades. Yes. yes, exactly what I thought when I read it. Yes, <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. You know, I'm gonna if I have a friend that's willing to play with me, I'm gonna give this game an eight for now. Wow. Okay. 
Okay. Because yeah. that Hi. sounds really cool. Yeah, it does sound actually pretty cool. Juan, what do you think, man? I'm going to give it a seven until I, I can see what it what it's like. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, you um, know, this is. I feel like this game would be better on just like, you know, two guys with a PC or a console or something. You know, like, I don't know if it has to be VR, but... I, you know that is what it is what it is right i'm like, not gonna lie like this could even be like uh for me this is definitely like a party game like oh, yeah. this could definitely be like a board game of some sort right. like you know what i'm saying like uh just a a general like uh game like uh fucking um cards against humanity and things of that sort like yeah. this can be developed into a physical game in which you deal you know you pick at random a card that is the picture of like a bomb or like you have some type of interactive something pieces you put together for a bomb or right. you know something like that, and then other people have to read to you how to diffuse it underneath the timer or whatever. It doesn't even right. have to be VR. This this is this has lots of different ways of uh, the uh, of being conceptualized. For the fact that it's VR, I completely agree. This would be hilarious to watch streams of and yeah. see how like people play it. Um, you guys are actually were much more generous than me on the ratings. Uh, John giving an eight, Juan, you're giving a seven. I was going to give it a six, uh, mainly because of the fact that like, yeah, I would have to see, um, I would have to see how it really plays, but I'm, I'm definitely interested. I would invest in this, especially for it being only 15 bucks. Like that's not bad at all. And conceptually it is pretty interesting. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to actually, I'm boosted up and I'll match one on a seven. Okay. And and, and there's probably like gonna be thirty to fifty different scenarios that the, all that all right. like change within you know whatever but, parameters. But that's cool, you know what I'm saying? Like you get a couple buddy. Like if if you have the means to have two headsets, I'm uh like two VR sets. I'm sure that you can play localized games too. So right. that would be great. Uh, you know, you're at a party, get a couple this would drinks. Be, you. This would be even cooler. All right, imagine this. You got a party going, right? Or like there you got a buddy comes over like, hey, let's play a game. Okay, here's the game. One puts the headset on and one has a physical manual and they have to read through it while you're on the headset fucking yelling at him in person. Like, that's not what I'm seeing, dude. (laughs) You know, like, and he only has the manual. That's what it says in the manual. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, the I manual think... is telling me to cut the red cable next to the discombobulator. There is right. no red cable. Like there's there's a, a key that looks like a Q. Uh, there's another one with a fucking squiggly line, and then there's the, the the yellow, green, and red wire, but not the red, green, and blue wire. Don't cut that one. Like you know, like like that would be really funny to see. Like you know, like have yeah. that in person. You know, yeah. like. Like yeah, a physical 100%. manual. Like I don't think the other person in the headset has to read from a manual. That sucks, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, either way, this game really again is seems pretty interesting. It's like like Juan said, high octane charades. It definitely has potential. Uh, I'm gonna stick with a seven. So so far, this has been the most hi- the highest rated game for VR yeah. that we all kind of say this l- actually looks fun. Like this right. one actually looks like it's a title worth it. And for, again, for $15, it's really not a loss. You know, even if you get a couple games out of it, like I think it's uh I think it's not that bad. So right. all right, cool. And then uh the last one that we're gonna go through here that is a uh 
our number five VR game, which uh, I've actually seen in action, uh, is Minecraft VR. And oh God. yeah, and listen, uh, I'll read the description, but we all know what Minecraft is. We all know what Minecraft is. Yeah, but it says here, Minecraft exists on nearly every platform you can name, and the game is no less prevalent in the VR space. For the uninitiated, Minecraft is an exploration, creation, and survival game all rolled into one with a distinct low-poly aesthetic. The game adds a series of control enhancements for the VR platform, including 3D audio, a virtual living room mode for a break from the first person perspective vr turning snaps head swiveling motions to uh increments to prevent disorientation uh and vr controls which makes in-game tasks easier to manage minecraft vr also supports multiplayer game mode so you can enjoy the experience with your friends um i mean it's minecraft vr that's it this vr was made for minecraft you know what i mean like <laughs> like that's the graphic capability for most of these games anyway. Right. Uh, so, you know, you sit there and you're playing Minecraft, uh, but it's surrounding you rather than like, that's like, that's what it was made for. I feel like. Right. Right. You know, um, as I, I don't like Minecraft. I, I don't play it. I don't like it. I think it's a crappy game. However, <laughs> For virtual reality purposes, I will give this a five because, but I I wouldn't play it. I'd probably give it a seven, but I don't play it. Right. So if I did, I'd give it a seven. If I didn't, you know, I don't. So I'll give it a five because this is what it was made for, I feel like. Right. Okay. You know? Juan? Going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it a straight zero, huh? Yeah, my fucking no. It's I fucking hate Minecraft. It's the stupid. I do too. I, I think it's a, a terrible game. It's just no. no. Wow. Damn. Uh surprisingly enough, I'm uh I'm probably gonna give this game the highest rating that I've given any of the other titles this uh for this discussion. Uh I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Uh, no, it doesn't deserve an eight you, unless I play it. You know what it is? You know why I would give this an eight? Because I have a, a son that plays Minecraft. And for right. me, even though I'm not a big Minecraft player, I kind of enjoy playing it. And I've played it with him before. And taking this to a VR aspect, like you said, John, this is this is something that is built for VR. And I've seen it in action. I've seen how it works. And, like, it is incredible the the way that you can build and use your hand motions to place things and it's like i guess in some twisted way it's almost like i'd be playing god so <laughs> so for me it's pretty awesome and i would actually enjoy playing it with my son and doing the whole vr experience and i and i i don't see anything wrong with it i would definitely i would invest this for him and i would find pleasure just through that time spent and enjoy the i already kind of enjoy the game to playing it with him so that would just kind of be enhanced for me personally so yeah. for me an eight i think is a deserving uh uh score for this particular right. title um but i mean listen obviously as we've seen through the titles that we've talked about for vr um not every vr is going to be for everybody you know what i'm saying like as just with like, any other game like yeah, like, uh, like yeah. any other game. Just like yeah. any other game. Um, but we do have kind of the same uh, points when it comes to the technology. It's like you have so much potential 
to do all these grandeur things uh just deliver that like don't take yeah. 10 steps to back me, graphically and, to and me and vr else. won't be worth it until they have that uh the the room in star trek you know what i mean like <laughs> it's not it's not worth playing or doing or investing in until i can sit in a room and everything pops up around me like chameleon kid back on the genesis like that was the whole <laughs> game you know? like, like that to me is you know where it's going I mean, I've played a couple of games that I enjoy, and there are some that obviously look interesting. But as far as I'm concerned, I just uh, I don't know, man. It's not it's not a gimmick for me. It's a gimmick to me. Right. Right. You know. All right. Well, fair enough. So those have been uh, some of the titles that uh, are available uh, for VR in 2018, and uh, I'm again, I'm not surprised like things like Doom VR and stuff like that. I guess maybe because they aren't currently available. Um, but, uh, there's potential VR, I think has a lot of potential. And I think at some point with a few tweaks and a few changes, uh, both in pricing and technology and development, uh, I think we can see, um, I I can see myself investing in something VR, uh, in the future. If, if all the cards, you know, play the right way. Um, but as for now, and for now, I'm pretty sure that all three of us can agree. Uh, we'll stick to our consoles and our most anticipated, yes. uh, titles. Like, and there's, one thing, like there's yeah. one thing that I've seen that's already like that somebody made that I would absolutely invest in. And it's made specifically for first person shooters that it's like a little treadmill and like, Oh, and you can actually like actually walk. Yeah. And you can actually like walk and run while you're yeah. holding a gun and w- wearing VR goggles. Yeah. That I've seen. That's pretty cool too. That I would invest in a hundred percent. Cause I'm a huge fan of first person shooters. All right, let's play our game. All right, let's, uh, let's get right into it then. All right, let's get ourselves organized here. So, all right, so with us talking about VR titles, uh, we decided to uh, make our own terrible titles for VR. It's just terrible reality is the name of the game. And uh, I've gone ahead and uh, put together three of my own. Uh, John, I believe you have three and one you should have as well. Uh, So... uh, Normally we let Juan go last. This week we're gonna have Juan go first and <laughs> see what he can think of uh, off the uh, cusp top of, of his, his sleeve. Brain. Yeah, top of his brain. Yeah, entertain us, Juan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So cringy, oh terrible VR games. Oh boy. Yeah. So you. So wait. Hold on. Before we start, let's let's set the. Yeah, let's explain the what we had to do so, first. Uh, welcome to Terrible Reality, where each one of us will go ahead and list off three terrible virtual reality games. Uh, and then the other two will go ahead and decide collectively which game would actually be worth playing. Uh, and we'll go. So one will go first. So me and John will then decide out of those three which we would play, etc. Uh, and that's, we'll see, uh, what we can, uh, what we can deem acceptable with this game. So right. Juan, go for it. Come on down! Down! Oh, down. down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So first one that comes to mind, if this is already a game, then I'm fucked, but VR farm simulator. Okay. I, I think it actually is already a game. 
That's that's terrible. <laughs> Let me look it I up. I mean, there's there's farming simulators already on console. I don't see why this wouldn't be. I mean, on yeah, VR. There's, a, there's a fucking goat simulator. There <laughs> is. There is. Yes, farming simulator seventeen is in virtual reality. Uh, he beat me. He beat me to the Google machine. Yep. <laughs> so uh, first came out title, last year. Yeah, first title uh, does not count towards the game. So one, 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 one X from me. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> VR roller coaster maintenance man. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's good. See, there's VR roller coasters, but there are not VR roller coaster maintenance maintenance, simulator. So it's kind of like it's kind of like roller coaster tycoon. But you're the shitty worker. But you're the shitty worker. You don't make money really. You just yeah, yeah. Like you have to, you have to fix it. Like you have to legit fix it. You have to fix it to make money. And, and if you didn't uh, fix it correctly, you're gonna die in that roller coaster. Now, right. now, hold on. Now, here's here's my question: Is it gonna be like instructional as you go? Like, uh, you know, step one: take this and put it here, and you kind of like that's how you move. You put your hand on the piece, and then you do the motion to fix no, it. You or have whatever. to get a full engineering or, degree to do yeah, this. Yeah, no, game. but I, I was gonna say, or is it gonna be like technically correct? Where they tell you, you know, uh, tweak this piston at this many degrees, and like all oh, this like weird shit. Like how how in depth are the instructions going to be on this? No, it's going to be full in depth, but it's going to be as mundane as possible. Where like you need to have the instruction manual. <laughs> so you yeah. have to read the instructions while you're fixing and, and, it. And, so and, far, I love it. Let's keep no, going. No, no. What else you got? <laughs> But you also have to the, you also have to bring the book with you. So like you have to do everything. Right. Oh my god. Okay. You have to find the book. You have to bring it with you and you have to manually turn every page. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's all uh, words by the way. There are no pictures of anything. No, it's all text. It's all this isn't an, this isn't an IKEA uh, put and together. Like, and like if you and like if you don't, there's no instructions. There's no tutorial. So if you don't know how to use a certain tool, you're you're out of luck. You're fucked. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> if you don't know how to you're use fired. that screwdriver, well, I don't know what to tell you. Right. <laughs> okay. So you have all your, right. your manual, your toolbox, and you you get to repair. Okay, I like it so far. Go ahead. What's the next all game? Right. What's the what's the other title that you have? <laughs> Oh fuck! Hold on. Uh, I just had it, and then we started laughing really hard. Uh, <laughs> Professionalism. What is the definition of? <laughs> I like wrote my shit out and everything. Yeah, but... yeah. So did I. <laughs> hey, I work better on the fly. Yeah. Go on. Uh, VR ice cream man. <laughs> 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 the goal is not to get arrested for pedophilia. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God! Now, like Ice Cream Man, like he's just got to go in the freezer and hand out the ice cream, or does he like like you have to, to do like the, the truck around, around, like, 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 there's the truck. like like there's two different versions where like you either either that day you're working on the truck and it's just you're in the Mister Softy truck. And you have to like scoop out scoops or, or just like pull it out of the freezer. Or he works at an ice cream shop and he's got to make one of those like 
fancy hipster blended ice creams that you see uh, on YouTube. I, okay. I, think the, I think the ice cream truck is a better idea. Well, no, no. That's the point of the game. It's oh, like, like you don't know so which one you're like, working yet? No, it's like, it's, like when you go, it's like when you go into work and they're like, all right, you're on the truck today. Yes. Uh, okay. So stage select is always on random. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So, but now here's the thing, like, all right. So the, the in shop thing, I kind of get, it's kind of like, um, what the fuck? It's that mobile game. Um, it, there's a bunch of them where like, you like tap on the icons and you serve the it's customers like and mama. shit. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, and now is like the truck version, like, the VR version, ice cream truck version of Crazy Taxi? Like, where you drive the truck no, down the block it's probably and have more to pick up exactly the what it sounds like. So it's yeah. like, you no, get you on the drive, thing, you, you drive, drive five miles around. an hour down every block, and you have to, like, hand out to all these, like, raving lunatic kids. Uh, <laughs> and you have to make... You, the thing is, you probably have to make the money. So that's the thing. So, like, there might be a block with no kids on it, and you're sitting there for two minutes, and you've wasted your time. So you have to right. keep going. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know I just explained yes. that and made that up for one, but I know that that's probably what <laughs> no, he was thinking. This is like, that's this what is he was exactly thinking. how I want it to be. Like, yeah. if I'm coming up with a terrible mundane VR game, I want right. it to be as realistic and boring as Right. Possible. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, so like, I literally <laughs> want it to be where, like, if you're, <laughs> if you're at the ice cream shop, and you go to scoop and you like accidentally get caught dipping your, your, your fingers into the ice cream, like you're gonna get fired. Oh man, game over. Yeah, um, game over. Okay, so the first the farming simulator is out completely because that actually right, exists. That's, that's already a game. That's actually yeah, a I game. Was actually, uh, I was gonna have fun uh, with that one just because <laughs> uh, So our our choices are between the roller coaster, roller coaster repair man mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, roller coaster repair VR, or right. uh, or Mister Softy VR, or ice ice cream man VR experience. Right. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie. I would probably play if I had to choose, which we do. Right. Uh, I would say I would play the ice cream man VR. See, Just I because thought I feel, that too. You know what okay. it is? I I feel like here's the thing. So you know those like operating VRs. Where like you have the ha virtual hands and you grab things and you right, do things. Right. I feel yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel I feel like you would have like that would be a game I would play and stream because I would do weird shit like intentionally put my hand and scoop up ice cream and then throw it at a random customer. Oh, and, right, like, yeah, exactly. Shit like that, get, like only like, to get fired and have to right, start the round. Exactly, or like randomly, or like walk out of my truck and punch a kid in the face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I would, I feel like that game would be like boring, boring as is. It was boring right. and terrible. But there are ways to make it there fun. There are ways to make thing. it fun. The, the 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 whole point of it being VR is that there is no AI in the game. Everyone you encounter is just other people playing VR. Oh, then that then that, that that's my my vote right there, one hundred percent. Just because now you just opened the potential for more ridiculous <laughs> nonsense to happen. Yeah, ridiculous so encounters would, and yeah, shit. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, hey, uh, let me get a chocolate. A I want a chocolate shake, and then you just make him throw it at him. Like, there's your chocolate shake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. One hundred percent. Ice cream VR is uh is uh is gonna be my vote. Right. Definitely. Okay, John. 
<laughs> He's still on the fence about it. <laughs> I really am because as mundane as the repair thing sounds, it's the fact that it's so technical is almost intriguing to me. Like <laughs> So but, uh where'd you learn to repair roller coasters? Oh roller coaster VR. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, exactly. Like part of me could be like, I could I could make a job out of this if I actually learn how to do it. It's gonna be on his resume. <laughs> when, when, the video, when the video game industry implodes within itself years down the yeah. line. You're gonna see him over like at six flags. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's not his resume. His resume is gonna have just one line that says uh, roller coaster repair man. And then under like the references where he learned, it's just <laughs> gonna say roller coaster VR. 2018 <laughs> to 2019. Yeah, exactly. Oh, is that uh, like an online school? Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh huh. I took uh I took in in person online classes. <laughs> right. Exactly. You can fudge that to make it sound good. Oh, holy uh, shit. Okay, so uh, as as technical and engineering as the repairman for the roller coaster goes, <laughs> the random encounters with other VR people asking me for ice cream sounds a little bit, well, I'm not going to say more fun because it's you feel like you're doing a job, but at least you can tell them to fuck off and then you get fired and you start all over again. <laughs> but um, I, th- I think I'm also going to have to go with the ice cream man VR. Okay. Ice cream man. Ice cream VR is uh one's playable choice. I uh, told you I work better on the fly. (laughs) Except that one of your games doesn't count, so you don't really work better on the fly. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So means my ideas on the fly are so great that they're ahead of their time. Jesus Christ. Oh god. Here we go. (laughs) All right. So Uh, do you want me to go now, or do you want to go? Uh, actually, I was gonna say, let me go. Let me, let me, oh, let okay. me go and right. spit mine out. I'll leave yours for last. So, so one's least terrible reality would be ice cream VR, and cream uh, VR. I think that's gonna be hilarious. Uh, so, all right. So, I, uh, I have three that I pre-planned uh, because I'm a fucking professional. Um, right. <laughs> um, and I, I kind of kept the theme without realizing it. I kind of kept the theme, and I realized <laughs> it's because I thoroughly enjoy um, escape rooms, and okay. I think games, puzzle games, are really, really cool. And I like doing like, like, kind of like solving your way out of things. So I kind of went with that style of of game across the board. So my first game uh, is called uh, Daddy's Hurting Mommy, uh, and oh, it's. <laughs> And it's okay. rated. It's rated. <laughs> I'm professional. <laughs> right. He says that with an air of professionality. Yeah. <laughs> and it's rated T for teen. Um, now, the way that this game would work is you uh, play. You know, your virtual character is a rebellious 16 year old. Uh, and the beginnings of the game, uh, basically land you in the setting in which you play throughout. So at the beginning of the game, you're a rebellious, uh, 16 year old who has snuck into their parents' room looking to steal $20 from mom's purse. Now, uh, in the process of you looking for the money, uh, mom and dad have come home. 
uh, or, or have come upstairs to the bedroom uh, and are walking in. So the first thing that happens is you look over to the side, you see an open closet door, you jump into the closet to try to know, hide from no, mom and I dad. know exactly where this is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with you now being stuck in the closet, uh, your mother and father uh, are now in the room, and they proceed to uh, engage in sexual activity. Oh my God. Um, which you do not see. There is a blanket over the activity. Um, but it's essentially the sound effects of elderly people just going at it, uh, and just the dirtiest things that you can think of being said. Uh, and now it is your job to escape the bedroom without being noticed. So you have hiding places like your closet, under the bed, uh, behind the dresser. Um, you can run into the master bath. And every once in a while, the noises stop, and they the, go, what was that? Yes, and then you Just kind of see me from behind, Daddy. Right. <laughs> and the door essentially is locked, so you have to find a way uh, to unlock it uh, or find the key in which they use to lock it and find your horrifying. way out of uh, of the room. So it is, it is, it is, it is a, uh, it is a hey, call. John, yeah, he's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that is the first title, uh, and it's called again, "Daddy's Hurting Mommy." Um, oh, the <laughs> The next uh, title that I have, as I drop my notes, uh, is called, uh, it's called Africa. And basically what this is, is you start the game in a black space, just completely dark, no light, no nothing. But you are in a room. And uh, all of a sudden, within the first couple of seconds of you being in this room, you realize you can move around and, uh, you know, you start to kind of move. You have those virtual hands and stuff. Uh, And then uh, Africa by Toto starts to play in the background as your music. It then repeats itself over and over and over again until you find your way out of the pitch black room. Now, as you are uh, moving yourself around in the room and you move your hands, you come across little things that can get highlighted, like white lines, and then it tells you what it is, and then you kind of have to use those tools to find other areas around you that you can use to either unlock a um, like a small little box uh, that might have like batteries or you know something that will help to try to find something to illuminate the room. Uh, so you're just continuously looking for things to build, whether it is a flashlight or a lantern or matches or anything to help illuminate the room, and then you have to find your way to the exit door there are three ways in which this game can end one is that uh you're unsuccessful you're on a time limit by the way um you know predetermined you can set the oh, time because no i'd sit there and listen to it six times before i got out well, of the room well, well i mean the time limit doesn't go any less than an hour so oh, right. you're at least going to be listening to total uh, Africa by total for at least an hour with this game on repeat. Oh. Um, and then, so That's one fine. is that you're unsuccessful. <laughs> 
One is that you're unsuccessful and I'm stuck in, in that room until you fucking until the timer goes out in which the game actually continues. You just can no longer interact with anything. You're just stuck in the room listening to the song. Uh, the second way that it can end is that you are uh, successful in finding a couple of tools here or there um, and you manage to find the exit door and you come out of the room and you are actually standing in the plains of Africa. Uh, and the third outcome for this song, which is kind of more of a trolley uh, end to this game, is that you are successful, you manage to get to the exit door, and upon exiting the uh, door, you thus find yourself on the music video set for Africa by Toto, in which the song <laughs> continues to play. Um <laughs> Jesus so Christ. so that is uh the VR experience Africa rated E for everyone. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh and then oh um the last game in which I uh have thought of uh it's called uh it's called Naked and Afraid. And essentially what this is is that uh naked and afraid. <laughs> not naked VR and afraid. Um it is the VR experience in which you are living the nightmare where you go to school and are completely naked. And then you have to try to go un find your way out of the school somehow without being noticed, but you are completely naked. <laughs> And you Jesus can Christ. also try oh an alternate God. ending to this is trying to find clothing somewhere in the gymnasium locker rooms to to suit you and thus be not embarrassed by being caught naked and afraid. Well, there in are your multiple ways to find clothes, find clothes, or, or try to leave the school completely the school and get home. Being yes, yes. Uh, and that is uh, naked and afraid, uh, rated thirteen plus. Right. So, yeah, uh, those are my three. Uh, my my three choice is easy on this one. I'm going with Africa because, <laughs> uh, one, I fucking love that song and I love Toto. Uh, and any money that might go to Toto is a bonus. Um, so, uh, but also, like, the only major flaw in that game is that you take the headset off. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, you know what I mean? Like, so what? Then you finally, then it's just an escape room thing in pitch black, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. I didn't think, I didn't think about that, that you would actually take the headset off. But, oh, wow, my yeah, goodness. I mean, How lazy of a professional. What, at, least, at least my games are original, Mr. That's Farming true. Simulator. All right? Yeah. At least I took time to think about this shit. <laughs> Your first game literally just sounds like a teen version of Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Except that so Leisure Suit was play? the point to have to have sex, <laughs> not watch it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, so which one would you guys play? Oh, mine's Africa, hands down. Africa. Okay. So Juan, which one do you think is the least terrible reality to experience? The least terrible, Naked and Afraid. <laughs> It is. It actually sounds like a really good game. I would. Honest. You know what's like, funny? I would play. I would one hundred percent play that game. Not ironically. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, yeah. Like as a, as a fan of like stealth games, this is hysterical to me. Right. Okay. Turns All the right. stealth game on its head a little bit. It's basically right. siphon filter without the guns. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Siphon penis. <laughs> Siphon love gun. <laughs> uh, all right, Siphon so... Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, all right, that's fine. So, John wants uh, that, to play yeah, Africa, and one, then... I, the first one, I could already tell it was going somewhere bad. <laughs> By and the it title just went alone. to a different direction that was what? worse. What? Why? What did you think? Oh, did you think it was going to be like a domestic violence thing? That's what Basically. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought at first. And then yeah. when I thought of describing it, all I thought was VR domestic violence situation where you try to you have to try to sneak around and call CPA. <laughs> no, I definitely thought I definitely thought domestic violence first, but then when you're like you're stuck in the room, I went, "This is a sex thing." Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as soon as you said your parents come home and you hide right. in the closet, I was like, oh, "It's a sex thing." Yeah, it's a sex. <laughs> Easy giveaway, I guess, but that's that's what you get. So John would play Africa and and jam out while he's trying to escape the room, and yeah. uh, Juan would find his way out of his local high school naked and afraid. So I, I, right. I would I would be playing that game while only wearing a VR headset. By the way, right? Yeah, of course. While Real naked. Real, yeah, that, it has to be immersive. You know, <laughs> he wants to feel the wind on himself when he plays. It'd be great if you have like you have you like put a fan, you know, like right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! All right, so those were my uh, my terrible creations. Uh, I John, like I would also okay. I would also stream that game on MFC. <laughs> okay like like derek i also wrote out mine in advance to uh make sure that you know to be a little bit professional i professional, guess yeah, yeah professional right okay so my first game is called npc simulator all right now there are there are some games like this but not quite what i have in mind so you play as an npc character in an adventure game but you are the one buying all the shit that the adventurers come in with to sell you. So you're buying all those useless rings, the terrible swords, broken rakes, you know, rotten meat, you know, uh, rat skin, you know, all this bullshit that they come in <laughs> with you, right? And oh, you're, 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 the, you're the default market. Yes, you're that default market, the first town market that you always go back to, right? And you got this shitty shack in a, you know, whatever. And like, so, but the thing is, is that that town buys from you. So now you have to turn around and sell all this useless shit to the townspeople that come in. So they, they give you like a, you know, you know, when, when uh, hero, you know, big McHuge large comes in and sells all this bullshit to you, <laughs> you have to turn around and sell it back to the people. Right. So you okay, got to, no, no. well, here's my question because this, this is very important. Okay. Does it follow the default store stick where you could sell it extra useless end game things that your store doesn't actually sell and you have to try to sell them? Say that again. Huh? Okay. So like you know, like most stores always have like a set loadout of what they sell. Right. But you can sell them whatever the hell you have in your inventory. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh no, well, the hero can do that to you. No, no, no. But that's everything he so like, gives you, so like, you have to it, sell. The hero to has the hero has, you know, the end boss's ruby medallion, and he's got like ten of them, and he sells you nine of them. Right. And then you try to, to sell them in your store, but the problem is you only have your default loadout of what you can sell. 
No, no, it's whatever they sell you. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. You're yeah. the reseller. So, so, the, yeah. so the, the, the inventory expands. All right. Right, it. so right. the inventory expands, but also, like, you're in a poor, a poor village. Like, you can't sell, you can't, like, buy this, you know, thing for 6,000 gold and then expect to turn a profit. Like, you're going <laughs> to eat that money, you know what I mean? Like, it feels <laughs> like you're running a real shop in some fantasy game. So... That's that's my that's my NPC so, game. That's my so NPC. The, what is so is the objective that like instead of getting a high score, you just have to get as little of a let like least score as possible. Like you play so you one round to... and you end up losing like fifty thousand gold, but you play again and you only lost like thirty thousand. Like, the the whole thing works? is to not get so depressed with all the useless bullshit you have to sell that you don't kill yourself. There's a depression meter in this. <laughs> a depression meter. <laughs> a, dep- a depression meter also that goes next to the debt meter. So the higher the debt goes, the higher your depression goes, and you have to try and get out of that. Like gotcha. real life. Right. 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 Super but you're in Yeah, but you're a, a merchant in a you know a shitty fantasy town. Okay. Right. Uh, so that's not, that's game number one. Game number two is called Protester, okay? And oh you ex- you are exactly what it sounds like. You are a protester, all right? Uh, and you sit around outside places and you pick up a reason and whatever to protest outside of these places. Uh, you can make a sign. You can hold that sign. You can chant. Uh, you can organize on social media. So you have like a little, you know, your cell phone and you're like outside of so such and such. Uh, you know, come meet me. And then you hopefully people gather. Uh, you start off small, though. So, like, you start off at, like, a butcher's store, you know, that, like, buys meat from Canada or something, and you don't like that. So you have to go outside. You make an interesting sign on, you know, Sharpie on a, on a whiteboard or whatever, and you hold it up in front of the store, and you start yelling at all the people passing by. And then maybe people come and join you, and you want to have, like, a large group. And then that large group goes to a bigger thing to protest at some point, you know? So, like, the main goal is to get to like the big corporation, you know, like the one percenters and, and fuck with them for a while. Okay. That's my, that's my protester game. Okay. Do you okay. have a, oh, there's a question for that one. Do you have like, like in order to get to the next p- protest or list of things you can protest, do you have to like meet a goal? Like in order to get to the next level, like you have to get uh, for the first level, 10 other people to join your protest and then for the next right. one it's you can do 50 that as, other and, people right you right so a number the, the number to do <sighs> that would be you know right so if like the butcher shop thing for example was right. like oh uh, i have to have 10 people to hang out with me and protest for you know whatever the game time is so like if the right. game time like runs out and you don't have those 10 people you failed right uh, you, oh, you know, so people can walk away from the protest enough. Right, now, or you didn't okay. use social media better, you know, enough, you know, like whatever right. it is, that, you know. The now tool. here, now here's another question that changes the game: uh, the the time limit that you have that for these people that have to hang out with you during this protest is it is it like sped up game time or is it real world time? Uh, it would be sped up game time because uh-huh. it's not like yeah, it would be <laughs> like not, it would not be like not real world time. Not <laughs> I That's mean, amazing. listen. I can bring it up. I can bring it to the editors' board and see what they think. But that right. was what they, uh, you know, real world time. The butcher <laughs> shop protest minimum twenty hours. So you need to spend twenty Get real world hours. Fuck out of here. No, no, that's way. why I mean it has to be sped up. <laughs> yeah. That would be. That would yeah. be. Yeah, you know, whatever. No, okay. no one. Even protesters don't even want to do that. So I, you know, <laughs> we have to play to a certain audience. 
Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, next one is I didn't really have a name for it, so I'm just calling it College Musician VR. Um, <laughs> you are a college student, okay, uh, and you are majoring as a music major. Uh, but it's not like real instruments, you know, it's not like guitar or piano. No, 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 no. This you major in like banjo, bagpipes, the sousaphone, <laughs> the, the piccolo, triangle. the tesla coil, the didgeridoo, the triangle, all those <laughs> bullshit instruments right. that people have to play for whatever reason. Um, even though I like the bagpipes, but that's not the point. <laughs> um, so like the whole game. <laughs> but it, you know it's like and it's real as fuck too like you have to learn you know uh the instruments for real like you actually have to like go to lessons and learn and practice and master these crappy instruments with their shitty vr controllers uh but if you don't you like fail your classes and you have to start all over again because that's Jesus. you know and then you're in debt because you're in music school <laughs> wow uh, so do you want me to relive my real life in the virtual life? Yes, but <laughs> that's a with shittier instruments. <laughs> see, see, I like I like the idea, but I I would personally I thought you were going to go in a little bit of a different direction to kind of go go along with your protester thing that you have to learn said instrument and actually do the lessons, but then in order to pay back the lessons, you have to get X amount of people to show up to your next accordion gig. Well, I mean, that, or would, your that, would, be, that would be the sequel. The sequel okay. is, uh, <laughs> you know. The, uh, the, the, the DLC. Right, the, the DLC would be, right. Uh, right, would be like the, the concert you have to put on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if you right. majored in accordion, you had to, you know, you have to be the next Weird Al, apparently. Right, right. <laughs> you have to sell your local coffee shop with at least 30 people to successfully go on to the next concert venue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. Uh, all right, Juan, which one would you pick? NPC. Really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, dude, I played enough games that, like, this just... I had a feeling Juan would go for NPC, actually. There, you know what it is like I, this is like a real thing like i've played so many rpg games and sometimes i'm just kind of like what do these what do these npcs do when you leave them <laughs> yeah well that's the thing the guy comes in in the morning you know or whatever whenever he comes in he sells all his shit to you and then he walks out and now you have to sell all this crap to the villagers that probably don't need it you know like jesus christ exactly <laughs> It's like going into Skyrim into Balthazar's goods, and it goes, everything's for sale. You know, like that's that's what happens. You got all these customers that come in. You have to sell a head of cabbage or a bug leg. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get rid of your inventory. Oh, my God. Jesus. NPC. Uh, all right. Okay. Respectable. Uh, Juan's going to go with NPC. I'm going to go with Protester, honestly. Okay. Because I feel now, here's, a, here's a, actually a deciding uh, factor here. Can you link your social media to like you know how like you can like put what game you're playing and have other people play the game with you on like oh, Facebook so and shit? So like, so like the other protesters are also VR users. Yes. Right. So you can actually have your buddies to start off with a number right. and they can yes. start and then people. Yeah. Yeah. Can we do that? Is that a thing? Yes. Okay, then sold. Then it's protester because you would have like, and you would you would pick like you would have a choice of like five ridiculous things to protest, right? Right. And then you would pick one of whatever it is, and then you would have people join your cause. Right. Okay. And so, like with multiplayer, like they you each come up with like a clever slogan, and and like 
you'll have like your so like very much like roller coaster tycoon where like people know you know how your you know the people like your roller coaster by like you know talking to you or whatever right it would right. be the same for your sign so if your sign sucks it'd be like i wouldn't join this your sign sucks or whatever you know right like, right there would there would be opinions to what you write Yes, a hundred percent would be protester, especially with the social media link, because I can imagine not just streaming this game and having that social interaction within the protest and creating the stupid signs, but trolling <laughs> actual people online to think that this is a real cause. <laughs> And have them join my virtual oh my reality God. protest, thinking yeah. it's a you real know, fucking thing. thing. Is, like, it, it, and like, I didn't even think about it that way because like, it even works <laughs> for my game, the uh, the the ice cream man. Uh, if you're streaming the game, it adds an extra like element where like you can right. have your viewers join, right? And they can and you and like you can interact like- with your subscribers if that's like where you're at as a streamer, right? That's. I mean, I'm that's, still sticking to NPC, but like, I, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. I would have to say, a protester would be my least terrible <laughs> reality uh, to experience. And, I, feel uh, like I, I feel like I made like actually good VR games. I don't know if that was no, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think we all actually were successful in at least creating one title where we're just kind of like, if that was actually a real game, like, yeah, that that's it's awful. Yeah. It's, no, a terrible, a terrible it's a terrible idea. But it's a terrible you know idea and terrible real life experience, but it virtually makes a fantastic <laughs> game. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Our first ever game of terrible reality. Uh, we had cute illegal stuff. One's uh, <laughs> ice game, cream uh, VR. Was used in the Party Up <laughs> podcast. That was for. <laughs> The sole property of Party Up Podcast. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, we had Juan's Ice Cream VR. Uh, we had my Africa and Naked and Afraid go over, and then we had John's uh, NPC and uh, Protester. Protester game go over. So not bad. Not bad. They yeah. were not as uh, not as bad as I thought collectively. I so mean, I mean, in, in my defense, the roller coaster one almost got a point. It really did. I honestly was on the fence. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm pretty sure if there was no such thing as a farming simulator, uh, then I'm pretty sure you would have developed that into something somewhat entertaining enough for me and me and John to uh, go ahead and and say yes to. So, all right. Uh, Yeah. Proud proud of the work we've done today, boys. Uh, I I think we've uh, We've made the world a better place. Absolutely. 100%. But uh, all right. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and with that, call it an episode. Uh, We covered a lot of ground this week with up-and-coming titles we're excited for for 2018. We looked a bit into the future of gaming and VR or how the future is kind of the past and not really working out. Uh, And and then we've gone ahead and pitched our own 
terrible realities uh, to experience. And I've had a ton of fun this week. Uh, I hope that you guys, the listeners, have as well. Uh, with all that being said and done, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, like I said at the beginning of the episode, uh, we are developing new things for the show. We're looking to continue moving forward. Uh, and that comes along with you guys helping us in any way possible. Listening to the show is definitely number one. Um, but helping us out via social media also uh, will help us in big ways. So don't forget, we now have a brand new Facebook page in which you can find us at facebook.com slash Party Up Podcast. Uh, you can go ahead and find us via our brand new Instagram page at uh, the Party Up Podcast. And of course, as always, you can go ahead and be part of the conversation by joining our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Party Up Podcast. Uh, for anything podcast related, make sure you uh, like us on Facebook. You go ahead and give us a rating. And as things continue to develop here on the show, our Facebook page will be the main site in which you can go ahead and stay updated with everything across the board. You guys can, of course, go ahead and find me personally on Instagram at BigMosh718. Uh, and Juan, how can people go ahead and find you and follow your many shenanigans? As always, you could find me on Instagram, Twitter, Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, and soon to be on the Switch at Another <laughs> Wanded. Awesome. Fantastic. And John, for yourself, how can people stay in touch with you and everything that you're up to? Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at somebeardy2love. That's the number two not spelled out. And at the time of the posting of this podcast, Gamer Assault Weekly will no longer be Gamer Assault Weekly. We are actually rebranding to Uh Gaming Access Weekly. Okay. We figured it's it's a lot less aggressive and... uh, Right. You know, we end up liking the name actually a lot more. Gaming access. So we still gaw. We still it's a little, it's a little more PC. Right. You're right, exactly. You know, uh we're <laughs> trying not to be so aggressive out there, even though we're all aggressive gamers. But um right. the uh gaming will be the new website that you can go to to find all of the news and editorials and reviews that we've been doing. Awesome. Ben fantastic all right guys Mm -hmm. so that's going to be it for us here at the show this week again a huge thank you to everybody that tunes in and takes a listen we appreciate everything you do for us and again make sure you go ahead and hit us up on all the social medias uh and we will be back next week with a brand new episode of party up i'm of course your host big mosh for john one we will see you guys next time peace out